Hey, I'm Ori. And I'm Naz, and this is the Soul Sisters Podcast. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Soul Sisters Podcast. I'm Naz. I'm Ori. Hey, y'all. And today is such a special day for starters. We're back. Yay! We're back. I'm so excited to be back. Um, And also, it's our anniversary, you guys. So we've been podcasting for a year now, which is so crazy to think about. Um, So yeah, we're here to like to celebrate our one year podcasting anniversary. So we're going to be going down memory lane and talking about some of our favorite podcast moments so far. And because our anniversary and it's a special occasion, we thought this would be the perfect opportunity to review finally the gold standard, our favorite K-drum of all time, Goblin. Goblin, yeah. So excited. We're so excited to be back. And we're so thankful to you guys for waiting for us and just being so supportive and happy that we returned. So yes, thank you all so much. Yes. So to get started, um, we're just going to just go through just like season one. And we're just going to talk about a few things just about our first year. Um, so first, we're going to talk about our favorite episode of the podcast so far or episodes of the podcast so far. So Oriel, you go first. Yeah, we de- definitely got to open with celebration, y'all. Then we'll get to the Goblin review. So yes. if y'all are here for the Goblin review, just wait a little bit. Um, but yes, so many things. Um, for me, definitely one is the intro episode. Also, I have more than one when the question is just favorite episode, period. But I have more <laughs> than one. Um, but our intro episode, even though there are blatant tech issues in my ear it may not be for everybody but in my ear i hear them um but yeah i love that episode i love getting to do it um and yeah it was like our entry to where we're at now so so grateful for that yeah that was a fun one and that's one of our most listened episodes as well it's definitely like in our top 10 which is yeah so cool um so yeah that's definitely a fond memory um, for me, it's kind of like an all-in-one, but all of our collab episodes, I love them all. Um, our collaboration with Jess was our first collaboration um, for our business proposal review. Love you, Jess. Was, yes, we love you, Jess. Um, so exciting. She asked us to be, if she could be on our podcast, and we're just like, oh my gosh, like, you're like famous. <laughs> so Yes. Both of it these really- women that you're going to mention are very humble, but y'all are yeah. like legends, but I'm going to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> so that was so much fun and we were so excited. Uh, and that was like a great review. That's also one of our most, that's actually our most listened to episode actually. Um, so that was such a fun review. And then also our review with Maddie for 100 Days My Prince. Love Maddie. Um, hilarious. We love Maddie. Um, you know, we've talked about often how much we love the Soulmates podcast. We love your girl Maddie's podcast. So, but yeah, that was such a fun recording. And I listened to that episode probably 10 times, if not more, because I it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy how we didn't really have collabs as like a goal, quote unquote, right. for this, but it happened. Look at that. Yes. I also liked... Sorry, did you have more to add for that one? Collabs? No. Um, I also had our K-pop BTS episode. I actually like both of our K-pop yeah. corners, but I really go back to um, BTS one a lot. 
I be acting like I don't know them. So I just act like I rediscover every time. But for some reason, I never make it bet past the names when we going over all of them. I just really like that part. <laughs> <laughs> I always go to that episode specifically as we go through each member. I don't know why. It's really weird. <laughs> um, and also our recap of our introductory. But yeah, I love that episode so much. It's really fun. Yes. That was a really good one. That's also one of our most played episodes as well. That was a good one. <laughs> yes. And I can never get yeah. the chance. That was the only time I could get it. Still, so. I don't. I ain't even gonna try it right now because I know it's oh, gonna, be, gonna be right. <laughs> Kim Nanjin, Kim Sunjin, Menu G, Jungle C. Oh, yeah, you, you got, got it. it! You got Dang, it. Um, and my me. third favorite is um our My Secret Romance review. Um, yeah, I just thought it was so funny, and like My Secret Romance is such a hot mess show, and. <laughs> Like us being able to do a review, I was so thankful that Oriel agreed to do it. Um, but yeah, it's just it was just funny, like our different opinions on the show and me like admitting like this is not like a masterpiece show in any way. I just really like it. <laughs> like it was Aww. just it was just really funny. And that's another episode I listened to multiple times because I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> yes. Yes. My secret romance. Um and then I guess my last one is just K Drama 101 because it yeah. just veered. And it still is like an episode that's like different from everything else we do, whether it's the K-drama reviews and um, K-pop corner. This is completely different. And I just really loved that. I loved making the questions for it and the format for it. So it was really fun. Yes. I loved that episode. That was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any other favorite episodes? Nope. That was my last one. You guys, if you're listening, DM us your favorite episode. We'd love to hear. Oh, yeah. Let us know. Yes. Um, okay. Next, we're going to talk about things we loved and learned about podcasting this first year. Naz, what did you love and learn, girl? Yes. So I think my favorite part, hands down, is definitely the community that has been formed. I think we have the best listeners ever. Um, just so kind and just... You know, the way that they just reach out to us and send really nice messages and like their, you know, what they thought of the episodes and everything and just even reaching out and telling us what they're watching. Like, I don't know. It's just the community has just been so beautiful. And I just love having conversations with people about like what they're watching or even when they're responding to our stories or whatever. Um, I think it's the best part of it. And just knowing that there's like a community of people that love K-dramas as much as you do is just like really comforting and just really nice. Um, Yes. So, yeah, that's my first one. I just absolutely love our community that we have, like, on our page and through this podcast. Yes. And everybody's, like you said, everybody's so kind. And Mm y'all encourage mm -hmm. me to be bold with people that I, like, love their things that they put out. So, Mm -hmm. that helped me. Um, I think besides community, the only other thing I had was I just love growing in friendship with my girl, Ness. Speaking of our introductory episode, if you haven't listened, me and Ness was pretty much, we knew of each other, but then we connected over K-dramas and stuff. But literally a year later, we talked about launching a podcast. So we were real young in our like intimate friendship game. Yeah. So this past year, we've just been growing more in friendship and like, you know, seeing how each other works and working with friends Especially if you don't like them, could be hard. Yeah. But I feel like I've grown, I've grown in like with Ness. I feel like me and her think similarly, especially when it yeah. comes to like podcasting. And I've just loved seeing her grow into y'all. She blossoming out here. I just love seeing like 
being a spectator and our friendship to see her grow through our podcast and just our friendship to grow as well. Yeah. But yeah. Aww, Oreo, I love you, girl. Yeah, we've you definitely too, become sister friends throughout this whole thing. And yeah, oh, it's yeah. funny because we were acquaintances for so long and then like we became actual friends. And yes. now we're like sister friends. So it's just yes. like so great. Um, yeah, it's yes. been a blessing for sure. And I'm thankful for you. And I wouldn't Ooh. rather have any other person have this pod to have this podcast with. So thank you, girl. Nez, I do. Thanks, girl. I do want to harp here a little bit, but mm -hmm. y'all, Nez has really blossomed. Like, if y'all would have heard the things that Nez would say, like in the beginning of our podcast, and like she's like, I don't really know what to do. Like, I don't. The fact that she's introduced in episodes, like so much stuff that <laughs> she's grown to do. Like, she's the queen of the monthly like K drama like post that we put out that you guys love so much. Like, she's pretty much like the creative behind this. I just am here. Oh I'm my just gosh! But yeah. Uh, it takes two but no i appreciate you yeah because <laughs> yeah the idea of introducing an episode was like like i remember when we first started and um you're i was like yeah you you handle that like you you yeah. open every episode and like you can do that i don't want to do that i wouldn't be good at doing that and then when we did like the second like part of season one yeah. she was like do you want to start like you yeah. know episodes? and i was like i can try okay. so Look at her. Yes. Starting season two. Thanks okay. Yes. I'm thankful for you pushing me. <laughs> it was always there. <laughs> um, another one I had was like kind of the friendships that we formed with other um, K-drama creators. That's something yeah. that like I wasn't expecting at all. And then like, again, like with just our listeners, like the community of like creators are so friendly and open as well. Um. Yeah, and everyone is, is so nice. And, like, even though community is large, it's also, like, small at the same time. So, yeah. like, you know, having, like, our friendships with, like, Maddie and, like, Jess and, like, you know, like, other people that we get to talk to, like, Lola, like, all these people out there um, that do K-drama content. And it's, like, really nice that they're just open and welcoming and friendly and willing to link arms with you. So it's really, really cool. Yes. And K-pop and just other avenues, too. Like, like you yes. said. Everybody out here, we all in a creator, creator like huddle community type thing. So I yes. love it. Oh, also, I forgot to shout out Susie and Lynn. I just, <laughs> I love those so much. Okay. If you haven't listened to them, please do because their podcast is so much fun. Um, but yeah, they've been like so amazing as well. So yeah, Yay. so many podcast friends out there. Yes. Do you have any more? No, that was it for me. I didn't have any more. Okay. All right. So what are we looking forward to in season two? Um, More collabs. In my notes, yeah. I have more collabs, baby. And Jesus. <laughs> but no, yeah, more collabs, God willing. Um, And just being able to like record with different people. And like, I don't know, because we used to listening to their podcast, but I'm like, how is it going to be if they're on our podcast? It's still yeah. going to be good, but I just am really excited. And to spend more time with people yeah. and get to know them in that way too. So Definitely. yeah, be on the lookout. Yes. More collabs coming. Yeah, that was one of mine as well. Um, I'm also excited about the shows that we're doing this season. I think we have yeah. a really good batch of shows. So like old, new, 
somewhere in the middle. So I'm excited for the shows we're doing. So stay tuned, you guys. It's going to be a really fun season. This is my favorite bitch, I think, so far. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, I think it is. I like the shows we have. So Yeah. Like she said, be on the lookout. But you ready to get into Goblin? Yes. All right, this is the time you've all been waiting for. I do want to get a disclaimer out. We, well, this is a spoiler, soft spoiler. If you don't like Goblin, it may be very hard to listen to this. But you're welcome to still (laughs) listen. All ears are welcome. Okay. (laughs) Um, But before we get into that, we're going to do our K-Catch-Up. So we have a few months to catch up on. So Nez, Mm -hmm. tell people all about your business. The K-Drama business. Yeah. First, I'm going to start off with K-pop. Yeah. Um, so the only update I have, because not much has changed, is that Indigo, Namjoon's album was so amazing. It's such a beautiful body of work. I think he did an incredible job. And even if you are not into K-pop, just a lover of music in general, I feel like you would appreciate Indigo because it really is amazing. And I'm not just saying that because I love BTS and I love Namjoon. It's like, it really is just good music. It's just so good. It's so good. And Wildflower is still like probably my most played song. Like, it's so good. It's so, so good. So, yeah, that it's just Wildflower on repeat. So, as far and also, I'm really looking forward to Jimin's solo. I cannot wait. Yeah. Because we're on the streets coming out in February. So, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I'm so excited for him. Yes, we got vibe during our break. And that was really good. Um, and I guess recently the only other BTS update would probably be like Hobie's folio pictures. Oh yes, yes, yes. And he has that documentary coming out on Disney Plus. Tay is gonna be on your other booze show. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. All her booze are gonna be together. <laughs> I literally I'm like malfunctioning. I can't I can't handle it. I can't wait. I can't Do you know what it. that's gonna be on? I hope it's gonna be on Vicky. I don't know. I thought that was coming out. Um, I don't even know the English name. Is it like, what is it called? Like Korean street food something? I thought it had something with Park Sojun's name in it. No, I don't think you know. Oh, I was wrong. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) No, no, because they said it's going to be like Yoon's kitchen. So I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. so it's going to be Sojun's kitchen. I don't know. Oh, no. The name, I. And I kind of remember it says, I think there, I think the word street food is in it somewhere. I just, I can't remember the full name of the show, but okay. I can't wait. <laughs> Hopefully it's all very from, from run. Uh, I didn't think to take a cook, but we'll see. We'll, we'll maybe see. Server. <laughs> we should, yeah, maybe I'll be a server. I hope so. Oh my gosh. But, yeah. I go, um, wait, Ness, did you have any other K-pop updates? No, that was it. I'm actually really surprised, guys. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's been pretty chill lately. Yeah, I feel like it's been pretty chill lately for me as, as yeah, for me anyways. Mm, definitely echo what she said about Namjuni. Closer on Indigo is on full rep- repeat. I love mm-hmm. it so much. It's my pre-workout song. Okay. So it took me yesterday to come to a realization that I'm definitely in a girl group mode. I was looking at my playlist and I'm like, oh, I added so many girl groups recently, but I don't know why it just came to my mind yesterday. Um, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, 
been loving. I call them our nieces, new jeans. Yes, we love and our ditto. <laughs> I love them. I love them so much. I was thinking the other day. I'm like, I hope they're like. You know, we always wonder about people's well being, but I really hope they're like being able to still be like young adults. Yeah, because not even BTS rose to like this height of fame as quickly as them. So uh, it was. It was pretty much instant. Yeah, and like, there's no signs of stopping. So it's just like, yes. whoa. Yeah. Yes, and it is well deserved because they are very talented and smart. Very, very yeah, really talented and smart. Um, but I also had the shout out. I shout them out before. XG, y'all. Mm-hmm. I love them. I was in the house yesterday learning their TikTok dance, and I learned it for shooting star. Um. <laughs> But yes, I love them so much. Um, I got this wrong before, but our boo Sienna, Sienna. <laughs> for your birthday dance. So that's partly why I wanted to learn. And I was like, oh, Sienna made this one a little bit more like something I could learn. Because usually with hers, I don't know, homegirl. Um, but yeah. yeah, I love them. And then G Idol, I've been listening to too. I think oh, wow. all, I listen to the Spotify workout playlist and it's mostly girl okay. groups. Okay. Oh, the all the um the K work it out the work yes. it out one. Yes. Yeah, With yeah. The big K, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm learning all these people because I'm like, who are these people? But yeah. Yeah, I noticed with a lot of the playlists, there's a lot of girl groups. That's how I got yeah. to know a lot of girl groups like last year too through like those playlists. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, girl. But that's it for my K-pop. Okay. Um. All right. I guess we can move on to dramas now. So you guys know I always have a lot going on. So I've split this up into three different sections. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start with the dramas that I dropped in the last few weeks. Um, so The Fabulous came out in December after the delays. And I made it 20 minutes. And I was like, I think oh. I know where this is going. And I'm not. I can't do it. And I've never done that before. Um, so that was new for me because I usually don't drop stuff. At least not after, not even watching a full episode. But I was like, Mm-mm. like the the main leads. I was like, this is not. So I was going to ask like, the story, the acting. Uh, the I think it's more of like the story and the characterization. Like I was like, I can't get behind this these the characters and the way that they're acting. Okay. Um, and it just, I guess, like it felt like an American show that was like placed in Korea and I watch K-dramas because I don't, I, I'm looking for like something different from what TV is like here. So I was just like, I can watch an American show that's like this, you know, like that's how I felt when I was watching it. And I was just like, yeah, I don't like this. Um, so I decided to skip that. And I, I think I made the right decision based on like the reviews and feedback I saw about the show, like after like it came out. Um, so yeah, that was a fabulous. Um, the Interest of Love. I started that one. That also came out in December. I stopped after I watched episode seven. I couldn't take it anymore. That show, <laughs> was, <laughs> it was boring and extremely frustrating at the same time. Like these people were stressing me out. Um, honestly, it was like watching a group of self-sabotagers. They are all just like oh, collectively each other's lives. And I didn't understand like why. Um, That's my Boo Moon Ga Young, right? Yeah, and I love her. Like we love her. So I was excited to see her in a drama. Um, so I, I, I literally could not take it. And even online, like from my, how 
I guess I've deduced a lot of people online are like hate watching it or they're like, yeah, this is a train wreck, but I'm seeing it through to the end because I need to see what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I was like, I can't, I can't take it anymore. And then I was also watching Red Balloon, another drama that came out in December. I dropped that after I watched episode 11. It has 20 episodes. It kind of is a soapy kind of like Makchang type of drama. And I was enjoying it in the beginning because it was really messy. And I like that. I like that sometimes. But then it just like, I don't know. It's like I got halfway through. And I think like if it was 16 episodes, I probably would have stuck with it. But I was like, I have like 10 more episodes of this show. And, like, this isn't anything groundbreaking. Like, it wasn't going to end up in, like, my good category or anything. I was just literally watching it. So I was like, yeah. In 2023, I want to watch shows that are good or great. Like, that's kind of what I did. So I don't want to, like, waste my time watching things that are just, like, fine. And I was like, that show was just fine. And it was just also getting, like, it was a lot of, like, parental drama, too. And, like, Mm. families fighting with each other. And, like, you know... It was just getting annoying, and I was like, yeah, I don't really like the format of this. So I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. So I dropped that one, too. <laughs> I'm trying to drop more things, guys, so I hope you're proud of me. I know I am. I was thinking the other day, like, this is a complete – well, February is when, like, the chaos started, I feel like. Yeah, and yeah. So I'm really proud of you. Well, we're still in February, but I'm still proud of you now. <laughs> I'm proud of you this day we're recording in February. I'm proud of you. Um, like Nez, um, I feel like Nez is more organized with her K-Ketchup. Mine's going to be all over the, all over the place. It's called the Soul City Vibes is what I'm giving it. Because I'm going <laughs> to be talking about so much random things. But since we're on um, K-Dramas, I did watch The Forbidden Marriage, yo. And I ain't going to get too much into ratings and rankings, but just know, is it in my top five? It's five or six. It's wait. You know, I should have came prepared. <laughs> Just know it's six or below. I don't know which one it is, though. It's very, very good. I'm so glad Nez is watching it, which she'll tell you about in a little bit. But it's really, really good. The character, the writing is so good. I was like, I did not like it on the first episode. But as I continue watching, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Um, yeah, I fell in love with everybody. It's just very, very good writing. And I also just want to say, I think maybe people should start having the novelists or the manga writers or whomever write the actual show script if they're going to mm-hmm. adapt it into a K-drama. Because that's what happened with this one. And you can really tell. At least mm-hmm. I can. Um, But yeah, Forbidden Marriage. Loved it. I miss them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yay. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay. So for dramas I completed, I finished Reborn Rich. Excellent drama. Highly recommend. It was very well done. Very well acted. I feel like Grandpa was the star of the show. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never watched a show like that before. Um, Summer Strike. Also loved it. It gave like the slice of life vibes and it has like a little dash of like thriller mystery in it as well. Um, M. Shiwan, like, he just was in his best form in the show. Like, he just, I loved his character so much. Um, and him and Sohyun had, like, really good chemistry. It was really good. I loved it. It was, and it was, like, it's short. It's, like, 12 episodes, and the episodes aren't even all, they weren't, they're not even an hour. So it's a pretty quick watch if you're interested in watching that. 
Um, just between lovers. Oh my gosh, I finally watched that. I love that so much. Jude Ho is in it. It's just, it's such a good romance, and it it's so good. It's so good. And yes, it's like mellow. Um, it's pretty mm-hmm. heavy, but it's so well done. And I think that the, that show is finally getting like the shine it deserves, even though it came out a while ago. Um, so yeah, so good. I watched the glory part one. Excellent, 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 excellent. Song Hye Kyo killed it. I feel like this, this show really speaks to her strengths as an actress. Um, so, so good. I'm so excited for part two. So good. It's very heavy, but it's very good. I highly mm-hmm. recommend. Like, the story is really good. Oh, also, I'm like an Lee Do Hyun fan now. Like, I need to watch all his shows because he's so good. He's such a good actor. I was like, I understand. I understand the hype. Like, he is such a good actor. Um, finished Alchemy of Souls part two, like everyone else in the world did. And I also watched uh, Kill Me, Heal Me. Um, that stars Jisung, Hwang Jong-um, and um, PSJ, of course. It's such a good show. It's Yay. older. It's from 2015. I'm still working through um, Park Seo-joon's um, filmography, so that's why I watched that. And I absolutely loved it. And I think, like, if you love K-dramas, it's required viewing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so, so good. I absolutely loved it. So, yeah. What's on my completed? <laughs> yeah. Um, quick question. Mm-hmm. Without giving away spoiler, do you think that the glory needed a part two? Does it need it? It's half of a story. Yeah, it's literally half a story. Um, so, like, okay. it's essentially they like took a whole sixteen episode, sixteen yeah. episode drama and just split it in half. So, like, the story's not even done yet. I don't want them to give people ideas. I- <laughs> Right. Well, that's another. Oh, my gosh. I would love if we talked about this. I don't like this part one, part two, season one, season two mm-hmm. thing. I'm really hoping that it's a phase and it goes away quickly because, like, I feel like that's the best part about K-dramas. It's like a one and done situation. Yeah. I don't want to have to hang on for a few months in between every single show. For this show, like, I didn't mind as much because what I wanted it to be just a straight up 16 episode. Sure. But like, it's a Netflix original. So it's like, I, I guess I get it. That's what they do. But like a lot of K dramas are doing the season one, season two thing now. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I really hope it goes away soon. <laughs> I'm noticing this isn't all of them, but a lot of them are Netflix. And I wonder if Netflix is trying to be like, well, our other sh- like American or other mm-hmm. places, they have shows as two seasons. So let's try to like, make this do the same thing. I don't know. Absolutely. I definitely think that definitely is what it is, honestly. Especially if it's like a Netflix original, like Netflix produced it. I feel like they're going to try to get all the money they can milk out of it as they can. Squid Game 1, Squid Game Mm -hmm. 2. But yeah. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. I actually forgot to talk about it um, when Naz was talking about the show she dropped. Um, Let's talk about Coke Do, y'all. (laughs) Um, I did a poll on our Instagram and surprisingly like 90% of people haven't watched it which I thought a lot of people was watching it but evidently no Um, I couldn't get past four minutes of the show Um, does that make me a reliable source to give a recommendation on it? Probably not (laughs) Um, I don't know what's going on I don't know what's going on. It came on. It looked like it was 2015, 2016, but I can't even say that because 2016 yeah. dramas look a little bit more better than what I was getting. Okay. Yeah. Um. So excited to see Kim Jong-hyun. I missed him. Loved his performances in Mr. Queen and of course, Crash Landing. Um. 
But yeah, I don't know if he doesn't have chemistry with the lead actress. I don't know. Something was off for me. And just echoing what Naz said, I ain't going to put myself through torture. Even if I'm only watched four minutes, I'm turning it off. Okay. Thank God this wasn't a lover list because I would have pushed forward. But yeah, yeah, it was nice. Naz, did you feel the same way? Yeah, it was funny because like she told me she watched um, the first four minutes, and I was like, four minutes? Like how? That's such an interesting place to decide that you're like done. <laughs> she was it like, just, just watch the first four minutes, and then like let me know what you think after the first four minutes. And I mm-hmm. turned it on, and I was <laughs> first of all, yeah. How do you even I- describe it? Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was so bizarre because it starts off with this like really dramatic, yeah. you know, scene that, and they're like in a historical setting. But it seemed like they were doing like a dramatized version of a yeah. Seiguk. And I was like, it almost like it was a parody. And I was like, is why are you, I was like, why are they acting like that? Like, I was, I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, it's, it looks like a parody. Like, it doesn't yeah. seem like they're, it's like they were trying so hard to be dramatic and like sad. And I was c- confused. And then it was funny because I was listening to um, Lola pops off of Arcade Ramas and she talked about like her first impressions of um, Season of Cook Do. And she was saying how like the acting was awkward. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. It just felt very awkward. <laughs> I was like, I understand why you stopped at four minutes because that's when I wanted to not continue as well. <laughs> but even like the clips I've seen of it, like on, you know, reels and stuff like that. I'm yeah. like, yeah, like. I don't think we're missing out on like anything, but again, if you're watching the show, let us know how you're liking it so far. Um, But yeah, I was like, Ooh, (laughs) yes, it was only a few on the poll that was watching it. So if you're one of the few, let us know. Yeah. Um, It may be really secretly good. And who knows? Maybe at the end of the show, they may come back to that first scene and say it is a parody. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I was like, what's happening here? (laughs) Who knows? Um, but anyway, my actual update, I started watching Singles Inferno, y'all. I watched season one and two, and it was really good. I actually listened to a podcast called Taking the Trash, and they were helping me along the way because I was trying to get Nez wink, wink to watch it, but I know she was busy because <laughs> she had other stuff happening. So while we were on break, y'all, I also was trying to find podcasts to listen to. So I was really happy to have them like break down all the people in there. Also was surprised I started watching this because. Yeah. Yeah. Naz. Well, I'm not going to put Naz out there, but we were talking about singles Inferno before and I was just like, oh, and then I finally watched it. And I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. Okay. <laughs> it's not that bad. We'll see if they have a season three this year, but yeah. Enjoyed myself. Yeah, it's probably because also. Do you think like watching Ramyun and Chill played a role in like your interest in Singles what? Inferno as well? Did we talk about Ramyun and Chill on here? Because I can't remember. I don't think so. We also watched Ramyun and Chill. Yes. I don't know. If, do you think they're coming back? Honestly, I feel like I actually saw a message on YouTube the other day, and it was just like, yeah, like. We haven't we haven't met like our funding goal, so like we most likely won't be able to do a season two or something like that. I think that's what I oh, read. No. Um, and like people in the comments were like, "Well, try this and try that," and like all these different like solutions and stuff. Because yeah, it just it seemed like it was a heavy lift on their part, yes. and they were like working themselves like yes. to the point of exhaustion to like get that thing off the ground. Um, yes, but it was very for like 
what they like created and put out and all the work they put into it, like I think they did a great job because I was definitely locked into it every single episode. Every week. <laughs> yeah. And every I still week. need to watch all like the um like the update videos oh, yeah. for everybody. Um, because there are some people I need explanations from. I'm Girl, looking at you, Dan. I need yes, an explanation. We yes, we are. For that to be like yeah. YouTube, a YouTube show, I feel like they did a really, really good job. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And it was free to watch. Like you didn't have yeah. to pay to watch it. So yeah. yeah. Also open, it opened up more discourse, especially on TikTok. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that was entertaining as well. But yes, to answer your question, I do think from there I was seeking some type of dating reality show and Singles Inferno was like, oh, season two. Um, yeah. So yeah. Oh, do you think everyone knows what, what Ramyun and Chill is? Should I explain that? Oh, yes. Do you mind explaining? Yeah. So, you guys, there's this YouTube channel. It's called DKDKTV. DKDKTV was, like, helped us so much when we first started getting into, like, K-dramas and K-pop because they have, like, all the celebrity news and tea and everything. Um, They talk about, like, K-culture as well and just, like, different things. And... um. Yeah. They have, they basically created and produced like a dating show called Ramyun and Chill. So it's for like Korean men to date like foreign women. So they had um, women from like, yeah, like um, like the United States, like Africa. Um, was it one girl was from like Belgium, I think. Um, there's another girl that was like, I think from like China, another girl from Malaysia. So they had like all different foreign women there and basically like, it's a dating show that you just see how people like match up throughout the season. I think it was like four yeah. episodes and yeah, it was really entertaining, really fun to watch and really well done. And they stayed in, um, yes. the, in the soup house. Um, yes. the ETF events. So yes. that was really cool as well. So yeah, it was really entertaining. Like they had been promoting the show for a while. They said, we're going to like start, like do this dating show. And they've been working on it for a really long time so to see it like, you know, off the ground and like actually on YouTube was like really cool. So yeah, that's yes. what Ramya is. <laughs> Me and Ness, we're living our lives. Like every time, every time we would finish the episode, we'd be like, okay, what were your thoughts? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> if y'all start watching it, DM us as well. Let us know what you think. Let us know who yeah. you think end up together. Blah, blah, blah. So yes. <laughs> Thanks for explaining it. Yeah. Um. So the last thing I have was my what I'm currently watching right now. So I'm currently watching Trolley. It's like a melodrama kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, I would probably say like thriller-ish type of drama. It's really, really good. Really, really good. It's almost over. Um, I'm watching, also watching Crash Course and Romance. I am so obsessed with this show. It is like, it just gives all the rom-com vibes. And it has like a little dose of like, kind of like mystery as well. It's so good. It's my favorite show right now, for sure. Oh, wow. The cast is amazing. And yeah, it just makes me happy every time I watch it. I love the show so much. Um, and I'm also watching The Forbidden Marriage. I'm about halfway through that show. And I'm also loving that show as well. I loved it from the first episode. And historical dramas mm -hmm. aren't usually like my thing, but I think I'm becoming more open to them. Um, but yeah, I love how this show is like so character driven. And I think that they're doing the concept of the love triangle right. Yeah. Um, I think they're doing such a great job with it. So I love it. So good. I did not think you was going to like that first episode because it's a wacky, it's a wacky kind of show. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty wacky, but I feel like I appreciate wacky when it's actually funny, when it's just like wacky for like, <laughs> no just reason. like that wasn't funny. Like it's then it's like, then I get annoyed, but it's, it's actually like fun and funny. 
So I'm like, yeah, I like this. So yeah, and I think the cast is like perfect. Like it's the cast, like them three, they work so well together. Um, but yes. I have a random question. Mm-hmm. Please help me. There was a show you were watching on Amazon. Do you remember the name of it? Oh, may I help you? Did you ever go back to that? No, I didn't have time to go back to it. But then I also saw like the ratings on Drama Beans. And I was just like, okay. I don't think I'm going to go back to this. I don't I don't think like it. I think as the show progressed, like people stopped liking down. it. But yeah, if I have like a free spot in the next few months and I have absolutely nothing to watch, I may go back to it. Um because I did like what I saw the first yeah, episode. Yeah, I remember. And like once I saw like the ratings, I was just like, okay, I'm I'm kind of putting this down my watch list. Yes. Oh. My last one um is my wild card. So y'all, I don't watch anime, and this is like even for people who maybe don't watch anime, the story is really good. Okay. The story is really good. I'm into reading now. I'm going to tell you all the journey how I got there. I'm into reading now. And I was watching BookTube. And this girl recommended this movie called How's Moving Castle. And I was like, oh, what's that? Hopped on HBO Mask. HBO Mask? HBO Max. <laughs> Max with an X. Um, and I was looking. I'm like, oh, Christian Bale in this? What's what's happening here? Um, and it is like anime... Um, like the animation and stuff like that. And the way the characters are drawn is, is like the anime. How am I? Am I describing this correctly? It's an anime. Okay. Mm-hmm. Movie. <laughs> Movie. Um, and Christian Bale is the only American in it. But it's really, really good. It's definitely a repeated watch. It has so many deep meanings. Especially if you have um, younger children, I would recommend watching this. I wish I would have watched it when I was younger. Because I feel like... Oh. It really hits. Um, so yeah, How's Moving Castle. Woo! Wait, anime. so it's not, in, is it in Japanese? So that's what I was, that's what I'm like, because anime is, ooh, I'm going to look it up. I'm not even going to do that one here. I'm going to come back next episode. But yes, it's not in Japanese. It's in English. But okay, Christian okay. Bale is the only, he's not even American. He's the only, uh, everyone else is of Asian descent. Okay. And then it's Christian Bale. So I was kind of confused by that either, too. But okay, yeah. okay, okay. Because I was like, wait, is anime? And I thought, I was like, well, anime wouldn't it be in Japanese? And you said Christian Bale. And I was like, Christian Bale? I was like, does he speak Japanese? But I was like, okay. okay. Girl, when I heard his voice, I'm like, oh, that is him. Oh, <laughs> that is him. But yeah, it's really, really good. Okay. If y'all watch it, let me know. Awesome, awesome. Was that all you had? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now it's time to get into Goblin. So, Oriel, what is the rundown? Yeah. So, Goblin, a.k.a. Guardian, the Lonely and Great God. Um, My synopsis is not coming from Asian Wiki because they were giving away the whole, like, daggone show. I don't know what's going on. This is coming from my drama list, who's kind of giving away the show. So, if you haven't watched the show... Viewer discretion is advised. Does that work? Listener discretion is is advised. Yes. Spoilers. All right. Kim Shen was once an unbeatable general in Goryeo's military who died a tragic death. He now possesses immortality, but is tired of living while everyone else around him dies. For 900 years, Kim Shen has searched for his bride, 
a mortal who can pull out the sword and end his life. One day he encounters Ji Untak, a positive, upbeat high school student who can see the dead and has gone through tragic events, yet still stays strong. She claims to be the goblin's bride who can end his immortal life, but what appears to be an easy task only gets complicated as the two fall in love. So, playing our goblin slash Kim Shen is our man's gong you. Okay. The man with the legend. Recently in Silent Sea, rumored to be a part of season two of Squid Game, who's also in season one. If y'all remember the man, well, I don't want to give it away. Just watch. If you watch, oh, yeah. <laughs> DM us if y'all want us to tell you who he was in there. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, Coffee Prince, which I feel like he's wildly known for. Yes. Um, we have our boo, Kim Go Un. If you have listened to our Yumi Cells, go back and listen. Part one and yes. two. She plays Untak. She was in King Eternal Monarch, which, Naz, I still want you to watch. Yes, I will watch that this year. Yes. Yes. Don't listen to Jess, even though I love you, Jess. But me and you disagree. <laughs> me, and you, me and you agree, but we disagree at the same time. If anything, I'll stay in it for Wu Wan. I'll stay in it for him. Because yes. <laughs> I need to see him in a drama. So, yeah. I really want you to. Um, love you, Wu Wan. Okay. She's also in She's in the Trap. And as I mentioned, Yumi sells one and two. And also Little Women. Yes. Next, we have Edan Wook. He plays Grim Reaper. I'm going to be calling him Reaper, whichever one. He was in Tale of the Nine-Tailed. And he's going to be in, I don't know when this is coming out, but the prequel to Tale of the Nine-Tailed, which is Tale of the Nine-Tailed 1983. And he was in Bad and Crazy with one of Naz's boos. Naz, you have so I many boos. Like, I know. Like, oh and look, list of men. <laughs> yes. And we all, Gina's been quiet. He was like in a lot of stuff back to back. Yes. But now, I don't know. And also, um, Edan Wook starred in Touch Your Heart alongside our next um, actress, Yu Ina. She plays Sunny. She was in Snowdrop. Also, we'll be starring in something that I think Nez is going like, Bora, Debora. It's yes, given Romance is the book. Yes, but only the setting. Dude, I don't think they have a date on that yet, right? I did say so. early. So y'all be know y'all know when that come out, Naz gonna be watching it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, uh, we have Yuk Sung Jo, and he plays Dokwa. He's in B2B, the um K-pop group. What is going on with my mind? Um, and he recently starred in The Golden Spoon. He was in one of Naz's um, is this a fave show of yours, Mystic Pop Up Bar? Am I making that up? Yeah, I really like that show. Yeah. Yes. And also Reply 1994. And that is our cast. So, Naz, what is your first impressions of Goblin? Yes. So, I remember when I first watched this, it was like probably November, December 2020. Um, So, this is like my fifth K-drama ever. This is my first one of like the supernatural genre. Um, I remember being really confused in the beginning. And I think because I was thinking way too hard and I was like, asking Oriel all these questions, like, do I have this right? Is this correct? And she's like, no. <laughs> I don't know why I was so confused. Um, but it's yeah, like, I think it's because I've never watched anything like that before. It. And I've never been drawn to like the fantasy genre. So 
getting used to like all the rules and like, why did this happen? And like, why did, you know, like, what are the rules of this, you know, situation was like kind of going over my head, but I eventually got it together. And the show was not confusing at all. It was just, it was just me. Um, but yeah, I, but I was very intrigued. I was very, very intrigued to see like how things were going to go. Um, and I was really excited because Oriel was just like talking about how much she loved the show. She had watched it like two times already. So I was excited. And, um, on the rewatch, like as I was like kind of like reviewing it for like my notes and stuff for this episode, I was like, now that I've seen like 60-ish dramas, I'm like, oh my gosh, there are so many familiar faces in this show. Like I think I- I've seen so many shows that have all these people in it, um, all these the background characters and supporting characters. So I'm like, wow, I've, I've watched so many dramas. <laughs> so that was really yeah, cool too, to see all the familiar faces. Oh, do you think that was their, that wasn't their launching pad, I'm sure. They probably were acting before then, but yeah, it's nice to look back and see them. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, um, so yeah, like Ness said, this was one of our earlier dramas. Uh, I feel like we both heard about like the hype, like you have to watch this drama. Like if you watch K-dramas, you have to watch this. It's one of the top yeah. dramas, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But y'all couldn't get past the poster. And specifically, I couldn't get past Gong Yu. Wait, wait, what was going on through me? Which, what are you referring to? The one with like the all one, four of them? Yeah, like they're on the sofa or whatever. It's like okay, sofa and okay. then like all five of them. Because I would see him and I would be like, is he the lead? <laughs> uh, I don't know what was wrong with me. Um <laughs> But, you know, the scales were taken down from my eyes as soon as the <laughs> first episode began. And I was like, what in the is going on with me? What is happening? That man is beautiful, as you all know. Mm. And I love Gong Yu now. The man is aging like fine wine. Yes. Um, but yes, I watched this show very quickly because <laughs> I just loved it so much. It has everything I love, like action, romance. The bromance so much. Yeah. I loved it so much. And I just feel like everybody killed it. Everybody gave it their all. And it was very yeah. riveting to watch. I also don't know how y'all watched it week to week. The people who maybe are listening and did that, there's yeah. no way I could have done that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is my most watched drama on that I've ever watched. Uh, I don't know the specific count. I think I watched it full whole time, four whole times, and then maybe one time just like few episodes i don't know i wish vicky tracked how many times she watched stuff <laughs> i don't know but yeah i watched this 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 is my show and i love it I love wow it. it's so good it's so so good so good okay so now we're gonna go into our faves so many faves okay real you go first is my mic going Beautiful life, beautiful day. Yo, <laughs> that OST hit. That's only one song off the OST. Y'all know the rest yeah. of it. I ain't going to blow y'all ears, you know, make y'all deaf or anything. But the OST is so good. Um, it's so good. Like, even when I was really watching it for our notes, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in my feels. I started to get emotional. It's just such a good, whoever put that together, y'all need a raise. Yeah. Y'all need a raise and thank you. It's legendary. But yeah. Yep. Totally agree. That was one of my, 
<laughs> so. <laughs> that, was one, that was one of mine as well. The OST is, I've not seen every K-drama that's ever existed on planet Earth, but I I honestly believe that this is the best K-drama OST of all time. It has to be. It has to be. I feel like there are no skips. Like usually with K-dramas, like you'll have that one song that you remember or that one score that you remember from the show. This has like multiple hits. It's like hit after hit after hit. Mm -hmm. And like the entire thing is so good. And the way that they use music in the show is amazing. Cause like each song matches every situation. And it's just like, it's incredible. Like, I will go to you like the first snow is my absolute favorite. That's the one that Ailey sings. That is my favorite. It's Aww. like, I think right now it's like in my most played on my Spotify. Like it, it's, it's somewhere in like the top 20 or something. Um, but yeah, I love that song so much. Um, Stay With Me, Chanyol and Punch. Beautiful, like Oriel said, by Crush. The intro song is so good. Like every single song is so good. Like the way they use music is amazing. Like I, it has to be the best OST ever. Like it, it just has Yay. to be, but yes. Love it, love it, love it. Ness had to remind me that Crush sang that song because I don't know why. I don't know why I forgot. <laughs> yeah, he definitely sang beautiful. Yes. I don't know. So good. Um, so one of mine was Grandpa. I love Chairman Grandpa. He was so sweet, so loyal. Um, he was just so committed to Goblin and taking care of him and was so proud that it was like his family line's responsibility to care for him. So I just loved him so much. He was just, he was just the sweetest thing. The sweetest thing. So cute. Also love that the show had like a sweet grandpa, even though I love our grandmas and our, and our shows cause they, they really be the light, but I'm glad it was a grandpa in this one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my next one is the cinematography. As I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. unlike some current dramas, um, at least within the first four minutes of a current drama, um, <laughs> this cinematography does not age. I don't know what type of cameras they were using or yeah. whatever. It does not look like a 2016 drama. Yeah. So that's probably why I'm able to keep watching it over and over again because I never feel like I'm watching something that was years ago. It feels still like present to me. So good job, y'all. Good job. Yeah, I totally agree. The show has aged so well. It doesn't look like it's 2016 at all. Like when I was watching it, rewatching it, I was like, this show, this could have come out today. Like it, it looks so, so good. Yep. Um, yeah. The next one I had was the bromance. I feel like it's the best bromance of all time between Goblin and Reaper. Um, I feel like it's a blueprint for all bromances. Like, like this mm-hmm. bromance is the standard. Like, I feel like every other bromance I see in any other K-drama, it has to live up to this one that's in this show. Yes. And I think the only bromance that, like, came a little close was um, Petey Nim and Chief Hong from Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. But, like, even that, it's like nothing can touch Goblin and Grim Reaper. Like, it's yes. just perfect. They did it so well. <laughs> And it was pure because they both weren't trying to go after her. Like they both had their right. own love interests. Exactly. So exactly. They were able to like, well, they were enemies to lovers. I, they had their whole, they, look y'all, I love them too, but they had their whole like arc as well. They did. And, they did have an enemies to lovers storyline. Yes. <laughs> enemies to lovers storyline. Um, and then enemies again. And then y'all know. Um, yep. But yeah. I love them. I love them as well. Um, I hope they can act again because they were just so good. Um, my next one is Doqua. 
I mean, I need to actually maybe check out Golden Spoon because I really like his like like his acting. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very funny. Very, also, very funny. this man does not age because he looks exactly the same. Yeah, the man has gone into military and everything in real life, and he still looks the same. But anyway, yeah, I love how he was the only like besides Grandpa. He was the only person who didn't have any reincarnations or any like powers or anything related to, I guess, the main crew. Um, so he brought normalcy into it and he taught them a lot of current trends. It was just <laughs> he made he set everything to balance. So really yeah. appreciated him. Yeah, he was so funny. I loved him. <laughs> Need to um, I have Sunny. I love Sunny. I loved how she kind of took Untag under her wing, gave her a job, um, and they became, like, such good friends. I loved, of course, her romance with Reaper. I just yeah. loved how, like, spunky and, like, bold she was. And I feel like she kind of served as um, comic relief as well. And she just had this, like, I don't know, unbothered approach to, like, everything. Like, she would just be, like, <laughs> sitting in the restaurant and just, like, eating. And she's just, just like, hmm. Like, I don't know, she just... She was just like so chill, but I liked her. I liked her a lot and I loved her personality. Yes. And I think her and Reaper balanced each other out really, really well. He needed somebody to take charge because my man's yeah. struggling. <laughs> my man's yep. struggling and she helped him out a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. She helped him out in present and in the past. Yeah. Okay? Um, yeah. I love Sunny too. Homegirl's a girl boss. I just, I just love how she would take charge in situations too. Mm -hmm. And she chose herself. Okay. Yes. She chose herself and she chose peace, which I love that for her. Yeah. I love that for her. But like you mentioned, like her and Reaper loved them so much. Fell in love with Edon Wook. Never seen anything he was in before this. Um, So I was just like, wow, he's so funny. But then he also would be really sad and like, Tears just can just fall out of his eyes in like 14 seconds or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like what his character went through during the show, he was able to like uh, demonstrate so many sides to his acting and there's so many sides to the character too. So Reaper, such a sad story. Yes. <laughs> Tragic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had um, Reaper as well. Um, yeah, and just for everything you said, like, yeah, he has such a tragic story. Um, I think Edong Wooks did such a great job with, like, his character because there were so many layers and it was so complicated as yeah. well. Um, but I just love how I, – I loved his relationship with Goblin and, and with Sunny, of course. But I also really loved his relationship with Untak and how, like, he had that kind of, like, big brother role. And it was just, like, really, really nice. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed – his character like it wouldn't be the same without like our central our central characters like they were just they're just so good together so so good yes. everyone yes even among the reapers like people would come to him i guess he was like one of the older ones there but still like yeah. the man was still being a king without mm-hmm. being a king if that makes sense yeah. so yeah that's so true that just shows if you have a calling on your life no matter what reincarnation or whatever we watching with this show, it's going to stay on your life. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, but let's get to the main couple. Who you want to talk about first? Um, yeah, we can talk about um, Goblin first, I guess. 
Okay. Are we going to talk about Untech first? Which one, Ness? I mean, we only have one, two options. We can talk about <laughs> Untech first. Oh, <laughs> uh, Untak. She has such a tragic story at such a young age. Um, yeah. Thank goodness that Goblin saved her. Um, but yes, uh, I loved her. She did have some bratty moments, but yeah. she was a teenager, so I let it go. Um, I love how, despite her circumstances, Homegirl was a go getter. Um, mm-hmm. Even after Goblin left and she still went on with her life, still sad, very sad, but she still became like a PD and, oh, not a PD, PD. What is the radio thing? Yeah, she did. Is it PD? Oh, okay, uh-huh. helps, right. Mm-hmm. She still became a PD and still like continued on her life and like made friends and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm just super proud of her. Fearless and brave. Yes. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I think she lived a really hard life, really sad life. Um, she experienced a lot of hurt at a really young age, but she was still like really cheerful and like optimistic and sweet. Um, and she didn't have to be that way at all. Um, right. She could have been really angsty or really jaded, and she wasn't like that. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed her character a lot. I did. Yes. You want to talk about Goblin? Yeah. You go Kim first. Shin. Kim Shin. Wait, are we going to refer to him as Kim Shin or Goblin? Because I feel like I've been going back and forth. Okay, I call him Goblin. Okay, <laughs> Goblin. Um, another tragic story. Everybody has such a tragic story. Mm-hmm. Characters. Um, yeah, from just his past storyline, and then even even though he has such a sad life, um, I love how fearless he was and how brave he was to yeah. do things to protect his family, protect his his army i'm gonna call it his because yeah i don't think it was, it was his army but yeah. yeah um i also love how he would rather like suffer love and loss mm-hmm. over and over again mm-hmm. just this time with someone that he truly truly loves spoiler alert yeah. um i was just like that takes a strong person okay because i yeah, don't think it's yeah but yes very much a protector very much um Hopeless romantic. So cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The face among you is able to make, I did not think a grown man could make, but it's so cute. I know. I know. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. They're I mean, I don't want to say they're cute. Y'all know they like sexy, but they make cute faces. <laughs> I know I don't want to be offensive, but yes. So um, yes, love Goblet, of course, for everything, for all the reasons you said. I think the thing I most enjoyed was the fact that, like, when he first becomes a goblin, he's super compassionate. I remember he helped that, um, the little boy that, you know, his family vowed to, to take care of him. Um, and he, like, went out of his way and, like, took care of this little boy. And then you fast forward, like, 900 years later, and he's, like, super jaded. He's seen so much death. In all that time, of course. Um, And he's like sitting on a rooftop and actually on top of a skyscraper. And he's like drinking beer. And he's like looking down. He sees like Untak's mom is, you know, she's literally like fighting for her life. She just gets hit by a car and she's like, you know, on the ground. And he's like, oh, okay, let's let me go take care of this. 
And you could mm-hmm. see that he had been just so jaded and hardened at that point. Like he, you know, if it was before, like when he first became a goblin, I feel like his approach would have been different. But then 900 yeah. years later, he's so jaded and so hardened by just seeing every single death that he's had to see. And um, I think like seeing him fall in love with Untak, it like you see him start to soften and let down his walls again. And it's really nice to see that progression throughout the show. Um and, you know, even like at the at the end, it, it kind of like reminds me of like the quote, like, it's better to um, have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. So it's like he's willing to, you know, even though it's going to hurt and I'm going to like keep losing her again and again and again, like I would I'll still take that over not having the opportunity to be with her again. So, yeah, yeah I just love seeing his progression and how he's willing to like sacrifice, sacrifice everything for love, basically. So, yes. yeah. Do you want to get into what we think about them as a couple or should we save that for later? Or are you able to do like a non hot take spoiler version of it? Or should I wait? Should we wait? Um, I'll just say that. Okay. <laughs> oh, you can do it. I, okay. Yeah, we can. Well, I'll, we'll get into this later. I, I, but this is the relationship as much as I love them. I also struggled for the, for I struggled. I'll just say I struggled and I had to compartmentalize some things throughout my viewing of the show. Um but all in all I think the relationship was like was beautiful but it was tragic. It's kind of like a star-crossed lovers type of situation with them. Um so that's like overall how I feel about their relationship. It's just like it's a tragic romance. Um yeah. I'll leave it there. I'll go into more detail later. So proud of you. You did a good job. I I loved how they both, to me, aged each other out in regards to like their actual relationship. Yeah. Um, I feel like they both had the same maturity and relationship wise. So for me, it made sense. All the fights and stuff they would be getting into and like just their journey, um, which I really loved because you actually see them like. Well, her immediately fall in love with him, but them their journey to fall in love with each other, and which makes like the ending just that much more heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, even though I love Untak, but home girl, home girl. But yeah, yeah. ready to get in swoons, swoon worthy. Mm-hmm. You go first, girl. Okay. My very first one was from episode one, and then it's the umbrella scene. I feel like this is the best umbrella scene ever. And I feel like every other K-drama has to catch up to this umbrella scene. Like, this is, when I think of umbrella scenes, like, this is the one I think about. It's so beautiful. Oh, yeah. And, like, the song Beautiful is playing, and the yes. rain is coming down. Untak is having a horrible morning. She got hit in the head with a bowl of rice that her aunt threw at her head. And mm. she doesn't have an umbrella, and she's, like, walking outside in the rain, and Gong Yu is coming God, sorry, Goblin is coming in the opposite him, direction. Though. <laughs> yeah, in the opposite direction. And he has an umbrella and like the rain is coming down and they're like crossing paths and they lock eyes. And it so was just cool. such a moment. It was such a moment. Yes. Such a moment. And Gang Yu looked just so beautiful in the shot. And it was just, it's it's the umbrella scene of all umbrella scenes. Is it too I, early? I love to a have... good umbrella scene. Me too. Is it too early to have a hair corner? Oh, yeah. Go for it. So, yeah, I agree. I had this scene as well. I don't know who's doing his waves as well as Edong Wook's waves, but they had that short hair cut clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very crisp. Yeah. 
every time they was on screen, I was like, this is giving Gagne fruities. Um, <laughs> what? It was. <laughs> they look so good. I mean, even the, the crimp, I guess the crimper or whatever they used to do the ways they did a good yeah, job. Yeah, the little baby, the little baby flat iron they probably used. <laughs> yes. They did a good job. So, but yeah. so also, funny. I think I can't wait. If you ever watch something in the rain, that's the only other um, yes, I will. that rival this one for me. Yeah. Um, my swoon-worthy moments was the whole military scene, seeing Gong Yu. I'm sorry, Gong Yu, a goblin. I mean, y'all know. Um, <laughs> Gong Yu is goblin. Yeah. Goblin is Gong Yu. <laughs> it's, 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 it's still synonymous with who he is. Yes. <laughs> And they both have G's. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> delirious me. Um, Goblin in his military outfit um, fighting and stuff. I love those scenes as well as just like the palace scenes with Menjay. I was just swooning from these beautiful men. And yeah, this began my love of Kim Menjay. So that's where I was at in episode really? this one. Really? This was the start? Yeah, I think. Wait, did I make that up? No, because I watched Flower Crew and then I came I back to this. Say, and was I was like, like oh yeah. Like, yeah. I, I did like, think he was beautiful though. I just yeah, didn't yeah. connect who he was. Right, right. I'm just gonna say this is this was the seed and it sprouted <laughs> with Flower Crew. Okay, this is the real question. Did you know that it was Minjay and Flower Crew? Because you oh, usually don't remember I, people. Did we have this conversation in text message and you were like, Yeah, I knew it was him or something? I feel like you you told me. I feel like you did. I remember. <laughs> I, remember. I told or, you that. Or maybe I came and I was like, oh, Naz, he was in. I don't know. We had this conversation in our text chain. I'm going to have to go back and try to find oh, it. That's so funny. I think I forgot, which isn't good. Because you guys know. So just take everything I just said. Yeah. She doesn't remember when people are in. So like, oh, that's a guy for so. So she's like, what? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. Pray over so my funny. memory. But yeah, no, he looked real good in those like those like um mm-hmm. the Gorio scenes, like the long mm-hmm. hair and the armor and everything. Cause like, yeah, it was really, really good. Cause like, sometimes like in some dramas when they have like a flashback scene, like it's not as it's like, ooh, that doesn't look good. But he looks so good in like the whole that whole time period. Mm-hmm. I loved it too. I'm surprised they um, got that violent too. Oh yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. I did not remember how gory it was. Like when yeah. I was watching <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is like way more blood than I remember yes. seeing the first time. Yes. I was I was yeah. like, oh, okay, we going there. Yeah, it was quite violent. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the my my another one I had was when Grimmy Bruce saw Sunny for the first time and like literally the tears just start popping out of his eyes. And I was like, Oh, what what's what's happening? And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, what does this mean? Like but you you like you just feel for him. But like, yeah, the way he's able to just cry on cue like that is yes. the tears just like popped out. Came out. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like, why is this man crying? I know. Why is he crying? What does this mean? Um, yeah. Um, my first one is I mean, I'm sorry. This is my first one. My next one is the falling leaves scene when they um Untak and Goblin go to Canada. And Untak says, if you catch a falling maple leaf, you'll fall in love with the person you are walking with. And Goblin reaches his hand up and catches the leaf. Um, and that leaf is laminated, put in the books. It, it is used so much throughout the rest of the show. So yeah. 
good use of the prop. Yeah. But also the meaning behind it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I had, so this was like at the first snow that they ever experienced together. And um, Untak wrote this really cute contract um, for them. And this was like, I think this, this was the scene when um, she was going to attempt to pull the sword out of him. And this was before, um, first of all, yeah, well, she wasn't able to actually grab onto it, but this is before she knew like the implications of the sword coming out and all yeah. that stuff. So um, she wrote this contract and it was like super cute. And he was like, oh, she's like, it was like things like, oh, you have to come see me every time it snows or something, stuff like that. It was like really cute. And then um, she was like, any last words? And Goblin said, the time I shared with you was all blindingly bright. And I was Aww. like, oh, so he was cute. ready to go right there. Yeah. Mm. Um, so we, I have to talk about the slow walk scene of slow walk scenes that's on everybody's reels on YouTube yeah. videos. I'm going to say the actors names. Cause I feel like it's really them more than their characters actually doing yeah. this. The Gong Yu and E Dong Wook doing the slow walk to save, um, Untak. Hmm. Them peacoats. Okay. The lighting of that scene. Yes. The OST. It was OST. just a lot. Yeah. And they got nerve to end the episode that way. And I was like, mm-hmm. y'all know what y'all were doing. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. That is an epic scene of like, again, like, I feel like it's one of the most epic scenes of any K-drama. It's just, mm-hmm. it's so good. And it's so like synonymous with the whole show. Like when you think of Goblin, you think of that scene. Yes. Um, So good. So iconic. Yes. They look good. Yes. I had the scene when... Untak summoned Goblin when she was like working at that ski resort place, um, which I even forgot happened. I was like, "What is what what is this?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that there was like that series of episodes that she had like all these random jobs." <laughs> I was like, "What's going on?" Um, but yeah, yeah she's like at the ski lodge and she summons him, and he comes, and the snow is like blowing and like glimmering like in the wind, <laughs> and he's like caressing her face, and then we see all the angles. Because it's 2016 and they show you all the angles of every side. <laughs> it was just so nice. It was so, so nice. Yes. Also, I love that whole... I feel like that Snow Lodge stuff was that two episodes or something? Huh, I don't it remember. One. Oh. It was a while. So I was like, this seems like a whole different show happening in the middle of the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also had um, an additional scene in there where... He, um, Goblin was just following Untak around because he missed her and he was just really sad. She was mad at him. She's like, why didn't you tell me if I pull out the sword, you won't die? So this man finally comes back. He's following her around. She, he gets caught and he has her exam on the test that she got. Um, it's kind of like their version of the American SAT. I don't know mm-hmm. what the name of it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did good. And, he's, and she Yay. was just like, oh, you just wanted excuses to come to see me. And Goblin says, I was happy to have at least this as an excuse, even like this, an excuse that I can come see you. It was just so cute. And then Cherry on top. Again, I'm going to mention the actor. Gung Yu in this blue peacoat with the fur on top. Mm. Fur on a collar. Serving. Who did the peacoats? I need to talk to them. 
they did their thing. But yeah. Yeah, this show has really great winter fashion for yes. the men. It's really, really nice. Um, I don't have anything till 15, so you can keep going. Definitely had to talk about hand babes. Also, yes. I feel like this was another text message conversation we may have had because did I know Hayan was in here? Um, not until recently. One of my recent rewatches, I was like, oh, Hayan. Oh or maybe gosh. you told me this. I can't remember. Definitely <laughs> not was in here. Um, but yes, loved him so much. And then I also have one of one of infamous scenes for me. Um Untak finally gets her hand on the sword mm-hmm. and Goblin, he of course don't want to die now because he's fallen, you know, falling for Untak. So this man pushes her halfway across the parking lot. She about to hit a billboard. And when he comes to his senses, you know, he catches her. But then all of the streetlights and everything go out and then cars, all the windshields, everything is broken. And, you know, it's chaos, but I just love the how he took care of her after Homegirl was knocked out. He tucked her in, but then I also feel bad for Reaper and Dokwa because they had to take care of the mess that he created. Yeah, how um, did they do that though? You remember the scene where uh, Reaper is going to each person, I guess the people who own the cars, and he's erasing their memory, kind of like oh my gosh, yes, 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 yes. And then I think Dokwa was talking to like a lawyer or somebody uh, and trying to pay off everything. It was a hot mess. Uh, And then lastly, I just have their, the calm before the storm, which we're about to get into. Um, They have their cabin date, which is so cute. Them and their camel and like brown tones. Um, Clothes are so cute. But yeah, it was such like a cute little couple moment, which they don't have a lot of. Yeah. No K-drama does a lot before chaos happens, but right. yeah. I, I love it. it. Yeah. Yes. So my so I have the episode 15 kiss. So for me, there are no kisses <laughs> before this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll explain why you. at the end. I'll explain why at the end that this was the only kiss that I acknowledge. But did you know? I forgot. There's a it's a kiss in the flower field, and then there was another kiss when they went out to get food, and he wound up beating up like the drunk guys. Do you remember yeah. that one too? Yeah, the one in the pop up bar. You don't count that one either. No, none of the, none of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. That <laughs> this kiss counts. <laughs> so as long as one but, of them does. Yeah. Um. So this was after. We'll talk about all the trauma that transpired, but this is like after, um, like Goblin disappears, and she basically, like, you know, the time the years go by, he comes back, and she's having trouble remembering him at first, but then she finally remembers, and so she, like, you know, they find they find each other, and then they, um, they ended up back like in like the hotel room, and then they kissed, and it was like a really good one. So yeah, that's the only one I acknowledge. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to have another hair corner because you brought up another thing. So when he yeah. comes back and he has the wig on, how did you feel about the wig in regards to like his hair? And then like, I don't know if it's a wig. It could be track pieces. I don't know. How did you yeah. feel about the long hair? I feel like it looked the same to me. 
I don't know why when he came back, maybe it's in my mind. I thought it looked more like, oh, they just added the pieces in compared mm-hmm. to episode one. But it could he could have filmed both of them synonymous, but it looked different to Do me. Do you think it's because he was like in a modern setting? So it just looked awkward. Oh, it stood out. Because mm-hmm. the lighting is definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the ones in like in the past are it's kind of dark and That's murky true. looking. And like he has his armor on, so you can't really see details either. But I also I was kind of confused in that scene because I was like, is that what he like actually looked like, or is that just what like Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm not saying yeah, like Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I was just like, so he was actually walking around like that when he came back. Like he went and I guess he went to the hairdressing guy's hair cut exactly right. the same again. <laughs> I, I thought it was like one of those things this is like maybe other people are seeing him in like, mm-hmm. you know, in like oh, normal yeah. clothes and we're seeing him as like, you know, the original version of himself. Well, I was like, oh, wow, was he really walking around looking like that? Because like he showed up and like Untak was like, what? But what? she didn't mention like his outfit or anything. <laughs> she was like, why are she you She thought he was that? in the drama department or something. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Maybe that's what other people thought he was like an actor and he's something. So funny. Anyway. Okay. I think that's the end of Hair Corner for now, y'all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I also had that scene as well. I really like the kiss. Did you, were you talking specifically in front of the toy store and in the hotel room? Like both of them together? Yes. Like both. Yeah. I like both of them. Really? That hotel one was spicy. Yeah. It was spicy. It was spicy. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had both of them as well. Um, and Naz will kind of detail my last one a little bit more when she goes into her episode 16. Wait, do you have any more 15? Um, no, yeah, I do. Oh, go ahead before I start talking. Okay, so I have the proposal. Oh, yeah. So cute. Um, so fun fact, the first time I watched the show, I missed this part. I didn't, so when I was re-watching, I was like, I didn't know this happened. <laughs> Naz needs to go back and rewatch every show she's ever watched just to make sure. <laughs> I must have fallen asleep for like a second and not realized it because I didn't Aww. know this happened. But um, does that happen? Yeah, you, like fall asleep and then you wake back up. And yeah, and I think I probably didn't realize that I missed like a minute or something. Yeah, but um, yeah. So this was during the proposal, and Goblin said. I'm saying this because it's a good enough day. I'm saying this because you are still eye-blindingly bright. I'm saying this because all of my first loves were you. On another good enough day, will you become the bride of this Goryeo man? My heart. So sweet. So, so sweet. Proposal. Yeah. Calm before the storm, legitly. Yeah. Um, so I like the first half of 16, you know, that the wedding was very mm-hmm. beautiful. The family dinner, what I'm calling it, um, them all yeah. together. And like the slow-mo shots of everybody's happy face. Yes. Um, it was literally the last night of happiness. And every time I get to that part, I just relish in it because I'm just like, I know the rest of this episode is about to be heart-wrenching. Yeah. That time is peaceful. Yeah. Yes, that's my last one. Yeah, I had that too. Like, well, in a way, like the wedding, of course, which I also missed the first time I watched the show. 
So I never saw like the actual wedding footage until this time. Oh my time. goodness. Well, you sleep for a little bit longer than Yeah, like I was a like, minute. oh my gosh, I missed so much. But um, yeah, so the wedding was beautiful. And I loved like how we got to see Grim Reaper give Untuck the bouquet for her wedding, which was so sweet. Um, wait, 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 wait. So you watched the whole show and you were, never wondered like, oh, I wonder if they had a wedding or I don't know. Maybe they never had a wedding. You never thought about that? I thought about it because they referred to the fact that they were like married. married but I, right. I was like, oh, maybe they didn't show it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why wouldn't they show it? I legit did not know that I fell asleep. So I didn't know that I I I was just like, oh, like they're married. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think to like try to find a scene of them getting I don't know. Like yeah. I was completely lost when I saw those scenes. I was like, this is the first time I'm seeing this. Especially with how like, we feel about weddings. I thought that would make you like be irritated or mad or something. Like, how they right. gonna get married and not have a wedding? Right. So I was but like, I would have told okay. you they had a wedding. Yeah, they did have a wedding. So I was like, okay. Yes. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and I saw it. <laughs> oh, this. Oh, goodness. I'm so happy. Did you have more? No. Okay, I just had, well, my one last one was just like Sunny and Green Reaper and their new lives. And they're like together. And they're much happier yeah. in this life that they're in. Um, so yeah, it was very sweet. Yes. All right. Now on to tear jerkers. Now it's about to get real because this show really does make you sob. So oh yeah. All right. Oriel, you go first. I actually think I'm gonna ask you to go first because mine's isn't until later in the show. Do you have any oh. earlier ones? Yeah. Wait, when do yours start? Not till nine. Oh, okay. So take your time. So I had um, when um, Goblin's sister, I'm going to call him Kimshin in this case because it's while he was like a general, but um, his sister dying right in front of him. Um, mm. When the king was like, if you if you move forward, I'm going to kill all these people. And if you stay where you are, um, you'll like remain like a hero or something like that. And mm-hmm. um, so he decided to step forward and his sister wanted him to step forward because um, she was like, I'm going to be fine, whatever like, even though she knew what that would mean for her, like, she would die, she was just like, I'm going to be fine. Like, because she wanted her her brother to not what? be free for something he didn't do. Like, he was, they were trying to say that he was, like, a traitor. And he was just like, all he's yeah. ever done was defend his country. So she was just like, no, like, I want you to die, like, indign- like you know, indignity. And, like, I'm, I'm going to be okay. So it was just really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, his second-in-command, um, a goblin asked him to like, you know, kill him. Cause at this point, like goblin was like half dead. He was like, okay, like, can you like kill me? And he was just like, okay, like I will. And then like, you could see his like, you know, like not only like his second in command, but like his best friend probably, you know, yeah. he did it. And then, um, you know, then his, his friend was killed as well. So it was just like really yeah. devastating all around. Um, I also had the scene when Untak realized that her mom had passed away because, you know, it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. Her mom brought her the cake and she was just like, oh, it's your birthday. Like, watch your candles. And she realized that her mom was a ghost because Untak had the ability to speak to ghosts. Mm-hmm. So she realized her mom was a ghost and she was like, oh, my goodness, like, you're not my mom. You're her ghost. And um, it was so sad. Like, they're goodbye to each other. And her mom was thanking her for allowing, like, thank you for um 
seeing me this way. And it was just so mm-hmm. sad. Was like, I love you. It was, it was so heartbreaking. I was like this poor little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, so this is one of like the little side stories um, from like, so Green Reaper would like have these meetings with people that had passed away. Yeah. And um, for one of them, it was a man that was blind and um, he had passed away and they reunited him with his guide dog. And I was like, oh my gosh, because you guys know I have a dog named Taco and I love him so much. And I was like, oh, like, this is so nice. I was like, I wish, I wish like I could be reunited with my dog in the afterlife. It was actually a thing, but it's not. And I was like, oh, and like the guy was so happy to see his dog. He was like, happy, is that you? And the dog was so happy to see him. And I was like, oh, just hits you like differently when you like own an animal. Yeah, I think that's my issue. I think that's my issue. I don't own a dog. I don't have a dog. Um, so I don't know. I, I wish y'all had a video version of this to see the expressions on Ned's face. It really hit her. <laughs> it really hit her. No, it really did. Ooh. Like, yeah, anytime there's like a dog in a K-drama, like I'm not okay. Yes. Like every time there's a dog, I'm like, oh man, there's a dog involved. I cannot handle it. I can't. Um and my last one before eight is, um, oh, wait, no, that's it. That's it. Yep. Okay. You go now. <laughs> oh, good. Are you the same way with movies too? Like if it has a dog or you something? Yeah. Like I like- stay away from like movies that have to do with dogs. Like ever since I saw Marley and me, oh, like in high school, I was like, no, thanks. I'm not, I can't watch things. That was dogs. before Taco. I know. That was even before Taco. Like Homeward Bound. Right like that, that last scene like destroys me. <laughs> like, oh my I goodness. It's too much. It's too much. All right. Y'all know how Nez feels. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So, yeah, my first one is going to be when Untak and Reaper have the conversation. Reaper just was just spoiling everything. And he tells her that basically, if she pulls the sword out, Kim Shin is going to die. Mm-hmm. Homegirl, like we mentioned earlier, does eventually go to the snow lodge, but she was just so caught off guard and so shocked um, and just felt like, not humiliated, all the wrong words that come into my mind, but she just felt like, wow, he didn't tell me that. Like, I feel lied to you. Like, yeah. why didn't he tell me? So I'm just like, oh, also yeah. Reaper, stop telling people business. Come on. Yeah. I had that scene too. That was really sad. And that wasn't even like the whole story. So it was just like, oh man. Yeah, that was very, very sad. She was devastated. Um should have told her though, too. Yeah. He should have told her. Um, I had the flashback scene when um Kim Shin was talking to his sister on her wedding day, and she was like in the palanquin, and he kind of Aww. like surprised her by like randomly like showing up and he was like walking alongside it. And she was just like, oh, like, make sure you visit me. And um, she was, like, assuring him that she'll be okay. And we got to see, like, a picture of how close they were. So it was, like, sad to see how they ended up. Um, yeah. And he had to, like, witness her getting killed, like, right in front of him. And it was just sad to see, like, wow, like, that, like, literally, like, what what they were before all that devastation happened. Yeah, I had that too. The whole flashback as a whole, like the full, fully fleshed out flashback towards the later half of the show is just yeah, heartbreaking to see literally the manipulation at work. Absolutely. And 
I don't know. It just was really sad because this could have turned out completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was very sad to watch. Uh, yeah. uh, I hate to say this, but grandpa died and I was heartbroken. Okay. Yeah. It was heartbroken. I feel like literally they had each other. So then when mm-hmm. grandpa died, it was like, grandpa's gone. Yeah. So they didn't have to kill grandpa. I know. But yeah, yes. that was really sad that when grandpa passed away. And yeah, like that was both of their person. Like it was yeah. it was so so sad. Um Doko was like, what am I supposed to do now? I'm all alone now. And it was so so sad. So so sad. Grandpa was so sweet. Um and it was also really sad because I feel like I can't remember what specifically grandpa said he wanted to like do or something but he like had called um goblin was like oh like i don't know if he we, he said like we haven't played like baduk in a while or we haven't mm-hmm. like met up in a while or something like that um like i wanted to like see you or something like that so like mm-hmm. always like thinking that you have you know more time <clears throat> and you don't so yeah that was really sad because grandpa was so sweet um mm-hmm. I also had the scene that Untak found out, like, the other half of this whole sword debacle was if she does not pull the sword out, then she's going to die. So, mm. you know, now it's like she has a complete picture. Like, this is a lose-lose situation. And if I pull the sword out of Goblin, he's going to die. If I don't pull the sword out, I'm going to die. So it's like, how can we win, you know? And it was just, like, so yeah. sad. It's like, what am I supposed to do, you know? Um, but, Yeah. Nobody winning. Nobody. Uh, my next one is I call it the family reunion hug. Um, because there was kind of some awkward moments when like Goblin came to the realization that Sunny was his sister, but when Sunny mm-hmm. actually got her memories back and she started hugging him like Ura Bunny and everything, yeah. it was so cute. Yes, Aww. yes, yes. I had so that cute. scene as well. Um and like coupled with like Reaper and and Reap like Reap when Reaper and Sunny kissed and like I think yeah. that helped him remember like her remember both yeah. them both remember everything mm-hmm. and then um of course like the reunion and like I remember when Sunny said to Goblin like I'm sorry I wasn't able to keep my promise which was like you know like I was like that she was gonna be okay um yeah so I was like oh wow like I was just really happy that. They got that closure and it also speaks to the writing as well and why the show is so good because the writing is so good. Like so good. Everything comes full circle. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. Alvin and his sister got their closure, you know, and I feel like in a lot of shows like that wouldn't have happened, but like they really made sure to like make everything come around. And I really appreciated that about that, about this show. Um, Yeah. Yes. I also had Reaper and Sunny's breakup. That was hard. So um, hard. Because you could tell that they loved each other, but you know, Sunny's like realistically, like this can never work. Like there is just way too much pain in the past. Um, and it would be hard to be in a relationship with somebody that essentially had your brother killed and you killed as well. It's a very complicated situation, but you could tell there was yeah. just so much love there, so it was really hard. And again, goes back to your comment about the good writing and any other Mm K-drama, not trying to downplay other K-dramas. She would have forgave him and they would have been together for the rest of the show. Exactly. Yeah. There are actually consequences here. 
Exactly. So. Exactly. There's there's consequences and there's like like there's consequences to your decisions. You know, yeah. we can't like remove all consequences because like, oh, we're in love. It's just like this is this is realistic, you know? Yes. So yeah. Love that. Even though I did want them to get back together then, but Yes, me too. I understand why. Yes. Uh my next one is the temporary breakup of the bromance. Um of course, as we were mentioning, Sonny and Reaper, everybody got their memories back. But that, with that also came Goblin realizing that this is the king and the king, y'all know everything the king done. So I just didn't like when he like, this isn't the correct word, but he yoked him up by the neck. Yeah. It's a very Baltimore word. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh, this is serious. No violence. Come on, y'all. Yeah, that was but, sad to see. That was very sad to yes. see. Especially because they've been building them up. It's just like their friendship growing and then it's just like crumbled. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. yeah. But they picked the pieces back up. They did. Mm. Hey, are you ready to like talk about, have, do you have anything before like the biggest things with like Goblin <laughs> happening in episode 13? I have. Oh, no. That's my next one. You want to start it? Yeah. It's the longest dying scene ever. I know. I know. (laughs) So this is the scene when the sword comes out of of Goblin. So we know that Goblin is going to, he's going to die. He's going to go away. Um, And it was was so sad. So Grim Reaper's crying, you know, and, you know, he's starting to kind of disintegrate. And Untak wakes up from being, like, passed out. Um, just in time to be able to like hold him and hug him. And I remember the first time I saw this scene, I was like, I was in tears. I could not believe what I was watching. I was like, this is so sad. Yeah. Um, and she was the way that this girl was crying. Like, I was like, first of all, this girl is good. She's literally my favorite. She's my favorite actress, period. Like, this is the scene that like that she earned that spot. <laughs> like the way that she was crying, the desperation, the way she was holding on to him. And he held onto her face and he said, because I met you, this life was a reward. And she Aww. said, you promise you want to let go of my hand. And he said, I will come as rain. I will come as the first snow. And then she just started screaming like, you can't go like that. You can't go like that. I love you. And he said, I do too. I love you. Mm-hmm. And it was just so hard to watch. Um, and then he just he just goes away and like, the episode ends and like they play the OST, I will go to you like the first snow. So it was just perfect. Because, like I will come to you like the first, like when the first yeah, snow. Yeah, that's what he said. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I just couldn't. Literally, like imagine watching episode 13 in real time and you have to wait till the next day for episode 14. I don't know out. how they did that. I don't know how people did that. Like that's how the episode. Ain't no ended. way. I don't know how people did that. Ain't no way. But one thing I can say, I feel like a lot of stuff be happening in like, you know, like the odd number episodes that at least it is yeah. the next day and not yeah. the next week. Yeah. Right, right. That would um, be cool. Yes, it would be. It would be. And they have a lot of disrespect in these last few episodes enough. Oh, yeah. So they don't need to be adding that on. Uh, but yeah, like Nas said, I feel like for both Kim Go-Un and Gong Yu, their solo sobs. In the remainder of these episodes, I was like, uh-uh, I can't even really watch it no more because, yeah, I don't know where they go mentally in their mind to yeah. get there on screen. Yeah. Yeah. 
but y'all are top tier, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that scene is just so hard. And then her writing in the notebook and like, don't yeah. forget, don't forget yeah. him. And then her memory yeah. leaves. It's just, but why your memory got to go? So sad. Yeah, I had her writing in the journal as well, like that she won't forget. And she was just yeah. like, seriously writing, like, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. And she's like, also crying too much, too, too much. Yes. Also, love Reaper, but he's always in the background. He's always he there. Always there. <laughs> he's always there. I love him for it, though. I love him for <laughs> it. Um, you have anything before the disrespectful episode 16? Yes, I had something in 15. So this is when um, Untaxed Memory comes flooding back. So they show you a past conversation that Goblin and Untaxed had. And um, Goblin asks, where would you find sadness that goes on for a thousand years? Where would you find love that goes on for a thousand years? And she said, I'll give one vote that there is one. And he said, which side are you on? Which side are you going to put it on? Sadness or love? And then the present day Untaxed, answers and she says sad love i missed you and then she like runs to him and then they like have their hug and their kiss and everything and i was like sad love is the perfect way to describe the love stories in this show it's literally sad love like they're you know they're all in love with each other with like every fiber of their being but it was sad like you know like yes it was like fate for everyone but it was just it was so sad but it was true love at the same time and i felt like that was like the perfect way to describe their situation. Sad love. But yeah. yeah. Well, we can split set up um, 16. Yeah. Well, at least when it comes to Goblin and Untak, there's other stuff that happens too. But, you know, this girl Untak has been running away from her death mm-hmm. many times over. Either Goblin has protected her or something has gotten in a way for her and not dying this is literally the last time i think they said like 27 or something 29 one of them yeah it's the last yeah yeah 29 is the last time it's gonna happen and of course she can't avoid it this time so that's what happens yes so untack she's like on the road she's like at a stop sign and she actually happened to see grim reaper um, on the side of the road and she like waves Mm -hmm. to him and he waves back to her and um, he's with the other Grim Reaper and the other Grim Reaper is like, oh, like there's going to be an accident with kindergartners today. So they had all these cards with all the names of the kids, but then I suddenly disappeared. So the Grim Reaper was like, oh, what does this mean? And um, Reaper was like, there, that means there's going to be an unexpected death, like a, a sacrifice. And then he immediately yeah. popped back to when he saw Untak and he was like, oh, no, it's going to be her. So mm-hmm. she's having a great day, like, you know, her and Goblin had a wonderful little cute morning they're snuggling Aww. and stuff. He went to the store. He got her flowers. Everything's great. She's on the phone with him while she's driving. Mm-hmm. And she sees that these little kids are crossing the street. They just got off their little kindergarten bus. And she sees this, like, this runaway white truck of doom, like, randomly gets dislodged and is, like, careening down the street. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my gosh, it's going to hit these little kids. So then she's like, the only way that I can stop this as if I like, you know, drive in front of the truck and try to stop it, absorb the impact of it. And then while yeah. she's like, like, Oh my gosh, she's like, what am I doing right now? She's like, literally like, what am I doing? But then she just goes and, and does it. And she's on the mm-hmm. phone with Goblin at the time. And he's like, hello, hello. Like what's going on? And she gets hit by the truck and there, and then un- untack is gone. I, mm-hmm. my mouth was on the floor. I could not believe what I was seeing. I could not believe it. 
Like, how did also you good. How did you feel when you saw good that? storytelling, girl? I thought she was gonna get out, or I thought he was gonna come. Something, something. Like, literally, like you were saying, like the whole as far as like the good storytelling we've been talking about, the writing that I knew, like mm-hmm. we had a situation before when the name disappeared and like what right. happened, what had to happen for that right. to happen. So. To get to this point and it happens with her, I'm just like, girl, I love you, but come on. It was, I was literally, I remember like when I watched this the first time, I was like crying so hard because I was like, haven't these people been through enough? Like they've been through enough. And like it was, but it also speaks to the writing again, because at, like at, from the beginning, we know that like Untak's time was limited. Like we knew that like oh, yeah. she wasn't supposed to be alive, that she was supposed to die. She just yep. happened to be able to escape it all those times, but like she was yep. supposed to die. And I think like I really love how the writers stayed true to that. Like, you know, yeah, they could have created some sort of loophole or whatever, whatever, but it wouldn't have been stayed true to the story and it would have made everything else be a waste. So, like, even though it was so painful, like it speaks to the writing and how tight it was. Because at the end of the day, like, that was her fate. Um, and it had to happen. But it was so rough. It was so, so rough. And um, did you want to talk about when they met at, like, Grim Reaper's office? I was not expecting. I mean, of course, like, I expected him to be, you know, sad and heartbroken. But yeah. the emotion, I'm going to try to cry, reiterated it. Yeah. Because literally, like... When he saw her and he's just like, how could you leave? Mm-hmm. Uh, how could you do this to me? Oh, my Ooh. goodness. And she was out. Yo, kudos to Kim Go-Oog. She remained strong as this man is like sobbing, literally holding her, sobbing. Yeah. yeah. And also just kudos to Goblin. Not kudos to Goblin, but the strength of him to like, because I wouldn't even let her go. I'm like, you're not going up them steps. You will stay as yeah. long as possible. Um, but yeah, he was just like literally, we were just together. So seriously, oh my gosh, and like the way he was crying, the act that scene, like literally, like I can't watch that scene. Like that's like the when Damn. I was rewatching it, this is like the first time I actually rewatched it since I watched it the first time because it's so painful oh. to watch. And the way he was crying, it's just like, oh, it's it's really heavy and um. I, and I, I remember when I was first watching it, I was crying so hard as well because I was like, now I understand the title of this show, Guardian, the Lonely and Great God. Like, I understand why he's lonely because, you know, they, they talked about how um, Grim Reaper said, like, Untag has three more lives left. Yeah. So I'm like, first of all, he has to wait in between. However, we don't know how long he has to wait in between each life. And then after her lives are over, then he's going to be lonely again because he forfeited yes. his ability to rest and actually fully die. So he's going to be lonely for all of eternity on earth without her yes. after all her lives are done. And, you know, it's just so tragic. And it, again, like it speaks to the writing because like there's consequences, right, to your actions. Like that's yeah. that's the choice that he made. He chose to come back and have another chance with her and forfeit his ability to like fully die. Mm-hmm. And the consequence is him being lonely for all of eternity. And that's that's just what it is. And I think it speaks yeah. to the writing and how consistent it is. But it was devastating just to think about him like being lonely for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. oh, it's too much. Too much. And Untak was telling him, like, don't make it hard on people. Like, don't make it rain. Like, mm-hmm. be strong. Of course, this mm-hmm. man don't listen. It was raining for so long. Yes. Um, but, 
Yeah, that was just so sad. So- uh, um, okay. My next one is again, you know, and I, I like how you said because I call it Reaper's basement, the basement, but it's Reaper's office. It is his office. <laughs> um, I love how. Wait, did you have anything else with them? Okay, that was it for me. I love how after all these years, Reaper has his last, like, I guess, assignment, and literally he's done. So his assignment winds up being Sunny. And I also love how they like, even no matter how old the person is, you see them at their prime or you see them mm-hmm. when you as the audience remember them. Um, so she came back and they like, she already forgave him, but they actually was like, yeah, we have another life to see each other. So we'll be together. And then they walked hand in hand Aww. up the steps. Oh, closure. Cute. So cute. So, so cute. Mm. Do you have anything else? Nope. That was it for me. Okay. Let's get into notable scenes, girl. Yes. So I had the photo shoot scene with Untak Goblin and Grim Reaper. Is this so cute? And I feel like it's another kind of like, like important scene that happens in the show. Cause it's just so cute. And just like, I just love the family bond that they had. It was adorable. Yes. I love them so much. I love that picture that they, released of them all together laughing it's really cute yeah me too um the only notable scene i have is on my rewatch watching episode one literally the first scene um the use of the coloring of just having red stand out and it being in black and white i was like oh we doing that foretelling what's to come I don't know. But yeah, yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool to see. I was like, I like how y'all shot this, even though it's only for this one scene. It was really cool. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Yes. Um, I had when the sword came out and um Goblin was able to wield it like that one time. Um, because it was like the Ooh. big the big moment. That's the moment we've been waiting for, like the the whole show up until that point. So it was yeah. really cool to see like the sword out of him and him able to like actually use it. So yeah. I don't know why I thought he would like disintegrate immediately, but he was actually yeah. fighting for a little while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was it for me. You next, girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any cringy scenes? No, ma'am. I just had all their kisses pre-time jump. Oh, and I'll talk goodness. about this in detail later. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, prepare your hearts. Um, or I'm preparing minds. How about that? Next is funny moments. Naz, what is your first funny moment? I just thought, like, in general, it was funny how Doqua called Grim Reaper uncle from down the hall. So long. Like, that was literally just the only thing he called. <laughs> yeah. It's not serious. <laughs> I guess he had to differentiate between him and Goblin. Right. Said uncle and uncle down the hall. (laughs) (laughs) I love that he thought of them as uncles too. I know. Mm, So cute. Yeah. The whole titling of people is just funny to me. Reaper calling Untak miscellaneous omitted person. Yeah. I'm just like, are there shorter versions of names? I don't know. Color. I don't know. Something. And he never stopped. Yeah. Even until her last, the last time he saw her. 
Yeah. Don't call her that. Huh. But yeah. What you got? Um, I had so this scene is so funny to me. I remember the first time I watched it, I reminded it so many times. And even like randomly, I'll look go on YouTube and look for the scene because I just thought it was so funny. But um mm-hmm. Goblin and Grim Reaper and Dokwa, they were like all like I guess in like the four year or something. And they were all talking and Goblin pointed at Grim Reaper and he was like, he was like, you must have been a murderer in your past life. And um, Grim Reaper got so offended and he was pouting and looked like he was going to cry. And he looked at Dokwa and he just looked so defeated. And then he just like ran away. Because <laughs> he did, he doesn't know his own, his past life he then at that time. And he was like, how dare you call me a murderer? Yes. I don't even oh know. <laughs> this their pouty faces, oh my gosh, got me every time. Yes. Got me every time. Um, I liked uh, the scene. Uh, Untak just kept randomly summoning Goblin. So he's like, okay, I got to make sure I look nice when I come to see her. So he barges into Grim Reaper's room when he Grim Reaper just basically just got in bed. And Goblin comes in and saying, do you like my outfit? And then he comes in with paintings. He comes in with different things to have just in case she summons him. And Reaper is just trying to sleep, okay? He wants to go to sleep. He set his bed up a specific way. His sheets were laid out crisp, okay? He just wanted to rest. Yes. But Goblin wouldn't let him rest. Goblin even goes to the point where he gets into bed with him, and he's like, oh, these sheets are nice, blah, blah, blah. Next day, Reaper wakes up with a white bonnet on his head and flower sheets. So <laughs> Reaper was living a stress life. Mm-hmm. The bonnet was so funny. It looked good on oh, him. Yeah. And it he keeps <laughs> wearing it. So, I mean, yeah. That was funny. Um, yeah, I had one goblin and grooming for learning to use technology. And Dokwa was like, okay, so go to the Play Store to like get their apps. And like Goblin got his jacket. He was like, okay, let's go. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's oh, not please. a store. It's like on your phone. He's like, oh, okay. And like... Um, Goblin and Grim Reaper were FaceTiming each other and got and Grim Reaper had like the phone to his ear, but he was on FaceTime. Uh, and he was like, Can you see me? <laughs> no. It was I was like, Oh, these poor guys. <laughs> I had that too. Reaper says a lot. He's like, when I watch dramas, they look at each other's faces when they call. And I was like, okay, because I forgot him and Dokwa do like watching dramas. <laughs> They're very passionate. Um, oh yeah. These people never had phones before, I guess. Um, well, evidently. Uh, so they have a lot of, I'm just going to group them all together. There's a lot of like throwing objects, telekinesis type thing. Knobs are being thrown. Plates are being thrown out the window between Goblin and Reaper. They just don't be acting like they be doing what they doing. But Yeah. <laughs> I guess they were just trying to show who's stronger yeah. than another person. So I was like, y'all need to stop. They yeah, the needed- Star fight was really cool. Yeah, they needed somebody else in there because Dokwa was never really there. They needed somebody to like level them out because both of them living right. alone, they need supervision. Right. <laughs> they need supervision. I had when um, Goblin and Untak went to the movies and he was like, don't cause a scene. Hold on to me if you get scared. And then they're at the movie theater and he's so embarrassing. And he's like screaming. He's kicking. He's throwing popcorn all over the place. It was so bad. And Untak looks so mortified. Like she was looking around like, oh my gosh, like this is so embarrassing. 
He was in popcorn got on everybody. It was so bad. It was so bad. So yes. so bad. And supposedly they were watching Train of Busan, so it's just funny. Um, <laughs> when Gollum was like, "Weren't the zombies scary?" Ah, the future of the Korean film industry looks promising. I was just like, "Okay, sir. <laughs> okay." Um, yeah, I love this. That scene is so funny. Um, she was so mad at him when he went to subway after. Yeah, that would be too because that was that was too much. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't get kicked out. Um, <laughs> my next one is uh Reaper and Goblin uh bonding over missing their girls. They both are either heating up an egg or uh, freezing up a can of beer with their powers. Um, and Reaper was just upset because he didn't know his name. He's like. I don't know my name. I want to know my name. She keeps asking for my name. So, yeah. So, so cute. It was so funny because Untak gave him like ideas. She's like, Hyunbin, Wanbin, Kim Woo Bin. He picked Oh my goodness. Wanbin. <laughs> yes. So oh my goodness. Me. Um, I when Grandpa's secretary was dancing to BTS. And XO, that was so funny. The secretary was fully committed. <laughs> the exact dance moves for like Boy in Love and Girl, like literally. Yes, it was literally. so funny. Yeah, it was so, so funny. He killed it. Yes, he did. <laughs> it's um, P.S. Nash, you think now since supposedly XO coming back, they're going to start using them in dramas again? Like, we'll holding, see. We'll see. Their songs. We'll see. Okay. Um, next, um, I have Untak moving in and she didn't have anywhere to stay. So they just gave her Goblin's room and Goblin tried to take over Reaper's room and tell him he need to sleep on the couch. He tells Reaper he needs to sleep on the couch and he, Goblin's taking Reaper's bed. And it's just like, why are y'all arguing about this? It's a whole penthouse suite at this point there's room and opportunity okay um but goblin does wind up sleeping on a sofa sofa and allowing reaper to have his bed which he deserves yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i had um jung han's cameo and just like the jealousy that came over goblin it was just so funny because he went to um tehi's like school and went to like the locker room and he was just like where's Tehi like and he's mm-hmm. like you know he's like waiting for him and then he comes out it's like slow motion you know just like focusing it on his face <laughs> and Goblin's just like man, it's beautiful. man he's like you're the most good looking guy here he ain't never lie <laughs> he thought he was gonna go in there and like dominate and he was just like oh dang you're actually really handsome yes <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. So funny. Oh, I have Untalk and Goblin arguing. She's one in these three wishes, a job, a boyfriend, and money. No, a purse. A job, boyfriend, mm-hmm. and a purse, I think. And he's just like, he gave her some of them, but she was like, I really want a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. You know? She says, um, if it's for me, give me a boyfriend, part-time work, my arts family, and my aunt's family and boyfriend. My wish for a boyfriend has not come true yet. And Goblin was like, it's here, your boyfriend. She's looking around. She's like, where? We're here. We're here. And he says, here. 
right in front of you. Duh, like me. And they both just look at each other. And then they disperse in their rooms. And again, <laughs> Reaper is just sitting there watching it happen. He's just like, what is wrong with these people? Like, he's literally like, the man is stressed and it's not even his problem. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Poor man. That was funny. Um, I had when Goblin and Grimipro like reenacted their dramatic walk from episode two, but this time they were like coming back from the grocery store and they were like walking through a tunnel and like some kind of motorcycle like was behind them and was like honking, like telling them to get out of the way. And it was just like so chaotic. I don't remember like the what the monologue like what they said after the um, guy tried to run them off the road, but it was so funny. And then they pretty much just ended with saying like Happy New Year. <laughs> it was just very rant. So odd. I have the I have some of the dialogue. Yes. The man on the motorcycle was like, "Move over. Do you guys own this?" Because they literally was in the middle of the street, like Ness said, walking in <laughs> slow motion. For what reason? I don't know. Like the first time, I could kind of understand, but for this time, I really feel like the writers saw the feedback on the first time, and they were like, "Let's do yeah. it again. We have to do it again. <laughs> Let's do it again." But Godlin is like, "It seems he get, just gave us a word of blessing for the new year to use the sidewalk." And Reaper was like, I'm grateful for your blessing, so I shall not do you harm. May you have a good a good new year. And Goblin is like, since we are dashing, happy new year. And they both wave. <laughs> yes. It was so strange. Yes. They're such an odd pairing. Oh, my God. Oh. So anyway. Um, um, and the, yeah. The, oh, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go. Is it me? Oh, yes. Oh, I only have one more too. So my last one is um, Goblin visiting every country in search for Untak. The man keeps bothering Reaper, this poor man. Um, each time he comes back, he comes bearing gifts of whatever country he was at. If he's go oh. to Italy, if he goes to Paris, he comes back with a rose, comes back in a muff- mummy coffin. And <laughs> Reaper is so upset <laughs> about that one. Um, but <laughs> thank goodness he actually finally finds her. So. Poor Reaper, man. Mm. Went through a lot. Yes. What's your <laughs> last one? Uh, I had like, so Dokwa got possessed by, I guess you could say God. And he and he was talking to like the goddess of fate and mm-hmm. in the club. And then that's, oh, yeah. like, whoa, like his body has been used like this whole time. And um, so then he gets out of the possession. And then like he sees like, goblin and grim reaper at the club and then he's like how did i get here it's like what what's, what's happening like he was so confused <laughs> yes he was. and then and then goblin like lunged for him and grim reaper had to hold him back and he was like whoever you are let me hit you just once <laughs> and what was he gonna do oh my goodness he's really about to fight in the club oh my gosh oh so goodness funny. okay okay now onto hot takes. So we've been talking about that. Well, we've talked about the ending and I know a lot of people said it was controversial. Um, and I think this is mainly coming from people who maybe not like, like that only like happy endings because this is kind mm-hmm. of a, not a happy, not a sad. And it's kind of somewhere in between, it's I guess. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So I know a lot of people had that, so I just wanted to put that in the forefront of my first hot takes. So, yeah. So, what is your take? 
Oh, no, I was just reiterating that people said it was a controversial ending. Oh, okay. Okay. That's the take. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, how did you feel about the ending now that you brought it up? I liked it. I, I Honestly, though, I think when I watched it, it didn't really hit me that mm-hmm. literally this girl would keep dying and then come mm-hmm. back to life. I think I just was like, like, oh, she reincarnated and came back. I didn't really think of the repercussions of what was going to happen after. Yeah. I just like that he saw her and she recognized him. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until I sat with the show a little bit longer. I'm like, oh, wow, she going to die and he's going to have to do this again. Yeah. I still wasn't set mad about the ending, though. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I like that's the same with you. Like I liked the ending. I didn't I didn't see I remember when you told me, like when I first started watching the show and you're like, Oh, people think the ending is controversial. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay. And then I, I saw the ending and I was like, That was fine. I didn't think anything was wrong with it. I thought that it was in line with everything that the writers had set up to begin with. Um, I don't know how it could have what it could have been any I don't know what the alternative would have been. I think that's really the only way, like, okay, her meeting him yeah. again in her second life and remembering him, which takes out all of the other complications, which is great. Cause she didn't drink the, she didn't drink the tea. So that falls in line with everything as well. So true. she remembers him. So right. I wasn't mad at the ending. And I think that having a bittersweet ending like that is the best way to end a show like that. Cause you're not going to get like a perfect cookie, cookie cutter, cutter ending with a story like this. So mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it made sense with everything that they had set up in the story. So I was happy with it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad at it at all. It she just was like a lot of, anyway. yeah. And I think it was just, it's just a lot to take in. Episode 16, just a lot to take in. So too much. It's, it's emotionally draining. Um, but you know, I think that's the best, guess the best case scenario. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. My first one is I felt like Dokwa, we got to see everybody else, like kind of like in the future timeline. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get to see him. I felt like his story wasn't finished and he just disappeared. Like he just he just vanished. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, what happened to Dokwa? <laughs> he did disappear. Maybe they were like, yeah. I don't know. What else would have happened though with him? I mean, like maybe seeing like you know, maybe he's like an old man now and he's getting ready to set his grandson up to take care. Like, I don't know, like something like how his how the company is doing now that it's under him or like the generation that followed him. Things like that. It just kind of like he, we just didn't see him again. Like it didn't really get like an ending. It was just yeah. like we just didn't see him anymore. <laughs> and I was like, what happened to him? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um. <clears throat> So I did love the short stories, like the characters that would come in to Reaper's office and stuff like that. But um, on my rewatches, that is one of the scenes that I fast forward through the most. I understand, you know, with the writing, they're definitely like needed as far as the whole concept of this is where people go when they die. Mm -hmm. And then this is what happens. But on rewatching, a lot of the times, even the first time I was watching, I think it pulls away from what is actually happening in the beginning because mm-hmm. they actually get rid of this after a while. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was just like, uh, did we really need it? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I guess we did. But I don't know. It's not yeah. my most rewatched scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I because when I was rewatching it, I actually completely forgot that they had those little short stories in there. I like yeah. did not remember any of them at all. 
um, from the first time I watched it. But I feel like maybe they wanted to like, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe they wanted to teach us like the rules of the whole afterlife yeah. thing, like with like the yeah. tea and like all the stuff yeah. that um, happens. But yeah, I to- I completely forgot about those little short stories. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot they kind of like did little segues into these other people's lives and the whole afterlife thing. So yeah, right. but that's a good point. Um, I just had a word about like the king. I just, I felt like his rationale was just so off because my thing is like, if you have this like amazing general of your army that is like fighting all of your enemies and doing a great job at it. Um, and then he comes back from risking his life for the nation and you're like, you're more power- basically like you're he's jealous and like he's like, mm-hmm. you're going to try, you know, you're a traitor. It's just like, what do you mean I'm a traitor? Like I'm fighting for I'm fighting for you. Like they kind of reminded me of like a David and Saul situation like from the Bible, like Saul becoming jealous yeah. of David because David was doing better than he was. And it's just kind of like you're like you literally killed all these innocent civilians and your wife because like Kim Shin is good at his job I was like and I was like he's like probably like the worst king I've seen in like any historical I'm just like you are you are terrible like usually the kings are worthless and annoying but like he was so annoying I was like Mm -hmm. wow jealousy is really it's an ugly thing (laughs) I'm just like who's gonna fight your battles now (laughs) I don't get it I love how he was angry at him and not the man who's actually doing the work, the real work behind the scenes, that guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course he plays a role and he got into his head and poisoned his mind, but you're the king. Like you have a brain too. You're accountable for your own actions. Even at his young age. He wasn't that young. (laughs) Oh my goodness. All right. Y'all send the DMs to this. Y'all probably agree with her. Um, <laughs> okay, let's talk. Of, wait, do you have anything before we get into the big thing? Anything? No. So, at the time this aired, I read that there was a lot of issues with the age gap. Whether mm-hmm. there were issues with the actors' age gap, Gongyu and Kim Go Un, or there were issues with the actual characters' age gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, whether her calling him Ajusi or whatever. Um, yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't really have too much of a problem with it. I feel like when I was watching it, it didn't really bother me. But y'all know me. I'm a type of person that once I'm in a show, I'm all in and they can tell me whatever. And I believe them, which I don't know <laughs> if that's good or bad. Um, but yeah, Des, how did you feel about age, the ages? Yes, I touched on this a little bit in the beginning. So this is why I said that, like, none of the kisses that happened pre-time jump counted for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really struggled with the age gap, like, when I first started watching this show. And, like, literally every day I was sending Oriel messages, like, is there going to be a time jump? <laughs> when is it happening? <laughs> because I need it to happen right now. Um I struggled so much. I needed the time jump to happen immediately. Mm-hmm. And, like... Again, you guys know this is our favorite show. So, like, it's not it, – it, at the end of the day, it, it wasn't a deal breaker. And, like, the end justified mm-hmm. the means in this case um, of the age gap. But it was just very weird to me because Untak, you know, she's, you know, 18, 19. She acts, she acts pretty childish, though, which is fine because she she's technically, is you know, a child. And 
but and she calls him Ajashi, which adds another layer of ick to it. And like, you know, Goblin Presents is like a man in his late 30s. So seeing them walking around together, Aww. it was just like, I understand why there's rumors going around at school that Untak has a sugar daddy sugar because daddy. that's what it looks like. That's literally what it looks like. And I'm just like, it, it, I struggled. Like, I remember like when they kissed like that first Aww. time and I was like, ooh. And like when they kissed at the pop-up bar and I was like, mm, no, like it oh just, I could goodness. not. <laughs> I couldn't deal with it. She and I has goblin bride. happened, huh? She's his goblin bride. I understand. And like, again, the end justified the means. Like, it ended up being totally worth it and it was fine. But like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, like watching it, I was like struggling because I was like, she she literally looks like a small child with him. And I was like, I can't do this. But it ended up all being worth it. And again, like, it's not like fundamentally wasn't fundamentally inappropriate. Like, no, like she was like of age. So nothing illegal was happening. But it was just like the aesthetics of it. It was just, it was, it was a bit much for me. (laughs) And I really struggled. I struggled. (laughs) Yeah, I really didn't think Naz was going to like this. I kind of, at a certain point, I just gave up. I was just like, oh, she's not going to like it. But she still kept watching it, which I'm surprised you kept watching it because you really didn't like that part about it. Yeah, but the story was so good. So, like, mm-hmm. I just kind of ignored, like, their romantic stuff. And I was just, like, oh in goodness. it for the rest. <laughs> Did you ignore it on the rewatch, too, or you felt differently rewatching it? I felt the same when I was watching. Oh, the really? Scenes. Yeah. Even, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's still, I don't know if it'll ever not be icky to me. I just cannot see them romantic. Like, it just didn't, it didn't feel right. But, like, the story overall, I love. Like, the whole entire thing, how it comes together. But, like, the relationship in the early days, I was like, ooh, no, I I just couldn't do it. (laughs) Couldn't do it. Oh, goodness. Okay. Are you ready to get into ratings and rankings or... Yes. Are we feeling here? Even though, I, I don't know. If this is your first episode, hi. Thank you for Hello. coming this far. But if you're an OG, you should know. So, Nez, where, where is this ranked on both of our lists? And let them know why it's ranked where it's ranked on your list. Yes. So, Goblin is both of our number one dramas of all time. Um, for me, it's been number one ever since I watched it. Um, two years. Two, yeah, two years ago. So, um, yeah, and it's only been dethroned like for a few days after I watched the Itaewon class, but then it, I quickly switched it. But yeah, um, I was, it's five out of five. It's ten out of ten. I think it's, yeah. it's one of the best dramas like of all of all time. Just period. Um, I think it's the gold standard. We've talked about this as well. Um, I think everyone should watch it. Like if you consider yourself like a K drama watcher and you enjoy K dramas, I think it's essential viewing. Because the story is just so good. Even if supernatural and fantasy isn't your thing, because like at the time, like it yeah. wasn't my thing, it still really isn't my thing. It's but it's it's such a solid story. And like I think that you'll love it. And just give it a chance. It's so good. Um, the cast is amazing. I feel like it's one of those, it's like a once in a lifetime type of cast, once in a lifetime yeah. type of drama. And it's one of the most highly rated K dramas of all time in Korea. Um so yeah, it's extremely popular. Like the, this drama is referred to 
in so many dramas that you've probably seen um, because it's so mm-hmm. iconic, whether it be the OSTs or like the, the you know, really iconic scenes. Like, yep. so it's popular for a reason. So if you haven't watched it, um, please do because it is amazing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's number one. It's number one. And I don't know if it'll ever get dethroned because I don't know if I've ever watched a drama that has such a solid story like this one does. It's just so good. And it has everything you need in one drama. So yeah. Yes. Yes. As Naz said, it's number one on my list as well. As Naz also said, it was also three dethroned on my list as well for five seconds. I had a moment with uncontrollably fond, but yeah, I don't, uh, as also I'm gonna repeat a lot of stuff Naz said and apply it to my situation y'all. But um, yeah, I don't see this ever like leaving mine either. I would have to watch a show five or six times now. I don't know. I don't know yeah. if that's going to happen again, especially because that's the way I rank my list on rewatchability. Well, one of the factors yeah. I use is rewatchability, but yeah, the show, one. yeah, it's everything Ness said. The show has everything. It has action. It has romance. It has bromance. It has great cinematography, great OST, um, good writing. It's really, it's been a while even like with the good dramas of last year, there's always just something missing. And I always mm-hmm. just go back to this drama to get everything. Um, yeah. No offense to any other drama, but yeah, I don't know. They need this whole writing team, lighting team on something else as well. But yeah, it's so good. Goblin. Totally agree. Yay. Okay. All right, now on to lessons learned. And you guys, we switched our order. I don't know if you guys realize. So lessons learned is last now. Yes. We're going to end on a positive note. And y'all send y'all lessons learned if y'all have any for this show. Yeah. Um, so Naz used this verse before, and I'm just going to use it again because I feel like it really applied for this. But it's 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. You know, because love is definitely patient for Goblin and Untak and Sunny and Reaper, Okay. Yeah, um, I think that's just displayed a lot through both of their relationships. And I was just like, wow, I can't think of anything else. And this also should just be how we should be. We should be patient and kind in our love for one another. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's beautiful. Um, okay. For me, I said love is sacrificial. I think mm. that um, both Untak and Goblin displayed sacrificial love. I feel like at its core, love is sacrificial because um, no matter what type of love it is, whether it's like platonic love or romantic love, like it requires sacrifice. It requires you to be selfless and to be giving. And Goblin gave his ability to like die fully mm-hmm. and like be at peace and be at rest in order to be with Untak just a few more times. And Untak sacrificed her life to save those little kids, even though it would mean that she would have to leave Goblin for a while. So yeah, I feel like at its core, like love is sacrificial. So that's definitely the takeaway for me from Goblin. I love that. Have you watched, side note, have you watched uh, 17, 18, 19, like the interviews and then recap? No, I haven't actually. Please watch them. They're really okay. good. They're really good. If y'all haven't watched it, please go back and watch it. Even just to see like Edon Wook and like his antics as well. But they really give like insight <laughs> into a lot of the scenes. So oh, I, behind the scenes I love that. I need to watch that. But yes, if you made it to this part two, you know, two hours later. Hi, Renez and Ori. 
Um, thank you for listening to season two, episode one of our podcast. Happy birthday to us. And also, we finally did the goblin episode. I know. Finally. I'm so happy we did it. Looking forward Thanks, to this. you guys, for sticking with us for this long. Um, it's gonna be a, it was going to be a long one since it's kind of like two episodes in one. But thank you for yeah. sticking with us. Um, thank you for sticking with us throughout this year. Um, yeah. And thank you for being so excited for our return. It was like so humbling and, and just sweet to see like all the messages and stuff. So we're super excited to be back and talk with you guys. And it's going to be fun. So thank you all so much for yes. listening. Yes. As always, follow us on everywhere at Solstice's Pod. DM us. Share write comments on um apple Podcasts. yeah like y'all know all of that so yes yes we're back we're back baby okay yes <laughs> <laughs> all right until next time y'all bye, bye.